The latest Starfield release date leak has me annoyed at this point. We are basically halfway through February, and a lot of the predictions about this game continue to be uh, frustrating, bewildering, and all those Super Bowl ads we were promised turned out to be virtually non-existent, and the surprise shadow drop of Starfield continues to seem unlikely, but now... We have a leak that apparently the game is coming in June. I'm going to walk through this with you. Also walk through all the things that are likely happening. Why are they being so silent? Many people know that they like to ramp up marketing within the five months of the game launching. So I'm going to put all of the good information in here right at the beginning of the video. If you want to support the channel, there's links below in the description or you can do a membership. And I do this because these streams end up being longer because they're live streams, but I put all the info right at the start. So at this point, I'm just being honest with you. I'm just sort of having a moment if you'll allow me to be annoyed okay it's time to say something announce your showcase give folks a date do something start rolling out footage or information i took a very similar attitude with god of war ragnarok i got a little annoyed at that marketing strategy that they used where they weren't saying anything and then the release date was supposed to come out and then it kind of didn't and i know all of that is centering around leaks now this is just sort of a placeholder on a website. You're like, well, what what sort of a leak do we have about this release date? And it surfaced on a GOG listing. So if we take a look, I want to look at a handful of things. I want to look at predictions about the Super Bowl. I want to talk about the Starfield Showcase. But I also want to talk about the quarterly early Uh, The first quarter of the year, I'm sorry, early release date rumors. So many people were saying, oh, it's going to land in March. Well, yeah, I don't think so. So GamesRadar.com had the following to stay. Starfield GOG listing has renewed the release date speculation, showing that it'll be launching on June 29th. Now, this is according to GOG Galaxy. Now, this is a bit of a weird date, okay? It's a Thursday, but uh, I have some ideas about what might be going on. If this is actually when the game comes out, okay, according to uh, the article here, earlier this month, Valve aficionado Tyler McVicker discovered a small detail on the GOG Galaxy storefront. Starfield was listed with a June 29th, 2023 release date, and the leak date also happens to fall on International Space Day. Now, I, I don't know if Bethesda or Microsoft give a hoot about launching their game on a specific date because of something like that. I would think they would want to do it according to like market research, what will consumers respond to, what will allow them to maximize their foothold, right? Okay, you could also use a Thursday release date to say, hey, it's International Space Day, but then give that pre-order deluxe edition early access, then you could have people playing from Monday to Wednesday. I actually think Microsoft is going to continue to focus on fostering a culture and an ecosystem of purchase in light of the recent news that Game Pass is driving sales down. Now, many of us were not surprised to learn that Game Pass was driving down the sales of games, but many people... sort of the Xbox faithful had this strange belief that somehow Game Pass could coexist with a thriving environment of selling games when the two are basically mutually juxtaposed against each other and I'd continue to say you need to foster an ecosystem of purchase well if Starfield releases on a Thursday and then you give deluxe edition you give pre-order bonuses and people can play 72 hours early you could have people playing you know Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday early 
fostering FOMO, getting people to feel like they need to buy the game, and then it could sort of land right in the first half of the year as promised. According to Games Radar, if Starfield is set to launch on June 29th, then Bethesda is really pushing the first half of 2023 release window to the maximum. The release date would have Starfield releasing approximately one day before the first half of 2023 draws to a close. An incredibly tight launch for the original window. Like, I don't know if that's what matters at this point. That's why I'm annoyed. I I, I think they should be prioritizing quality. If this game needs time, Phil Spencer says he wants teams to own their date. Let them own their date. The leaks about this game not being in great shape. The leaks about this game not being, you know, ready and that Bethesda wanted more time. Listen, give them as much time as they want. I don't care about the first half of 2023 promise anymore and neither should you. That's not what's important anymore. What's important is that Starfield launches and is good and is ready. They need a win. They need a victory, okay? Now, is it still listed there, right? It is worth noting from the Games Radar article that Starfield actually is no longer on the GOG Galaxy storefront at this time of writing. It seems that Bethesda has, uh, the Bethesda RPG has been scrubbed from the CD Project owned storefront entirely with no trace of the game remaining let alone the potential leak date. So it's been taken down. Take that for what it's worth. Usually when things are taken down, it's because they don't want the information out there. Well, it's kind of too late in this day and age and, you know, with the internet and way back machines and archives. I mean, you can always find these things. So removing it almost kind of encourages people to think that then it is actually true. But beyond that, insiders are saying that June is now the likely release date. So Reset Era notes that reporter Jez Corden is of the opinion that Starfield will launch in June for what it's worth. The quote latest information the reporter has apparently indicates a June release window for the Bethesda game, although he isn't making anyone privy to this apparent information. Now, he's made statements like this before, and I sometimes think he speaks in a vague way so that he can sort of get out from underneath being wrong, but he has gotten some things right. I do think he has genuine sources. He nailed the Xbox showcase that kicked off the year, the developer direct. He knew that Starfield wasn't going to be there. Not only that, he indicated that, you know, Starfield would be doing something later on down the road. So I actually think he does have information. So if he's saying that, I'm worried that that sort of lines up with some other things we heard about the game launching in June. But before I get to that, I do want to address the Super Bowl ad rumors along with the early year launch. Everybody was insisting that that was going to happen. The number of people who confidently put that in my chat and my comments is bewildering to me. Okay, folks were assuring me this was going to happen. Now, given that insiders said it was unlikely, and now those same one of those same insiders is saying, hey, my current information, new information, whatever, it's pointing to June. That's concerning to me. That's why I'm annoyed. That's why my thumbnail says, I did. this is just annoying at this point. Just talk to us. Just tell us what is going on. 
previously we reported on the leaker that said that Redfall and Starfield were in bad shape and that Microsoft wanted them both out anyways. Now some of this was partially corroborated by leaks that Redfall needed an internal delay and that May would be the release date. Well, May ended up being the release date, so that person may have actually had good intel that look, this thing's having problems and it needs to be delayed internally six weeks. Then this other guy comes out and he says, oh yeah, this Hi-Fi Rush game is coming, it's going to be a shadow drop, blah blah blah. Some people have claimed that he's been debunked. I've not been able to find any evidence that that guy was debunked. I did. He made claims, he knew things were going to happen before they happened, and he is claiming that Starfield's in rough shape and that Microsoft wants it to get out the door, right? There is some credence to these claims, okay? The same people that were assuring me about the Super Bowl commercial and a March surprise release date are the same ones claiming that these leakers have been debunked. They only really like leakers when leakers say things that fill them with hope, okay? I can find no such proof that this guy's claims or leaks were debunked. I did a bunch of searching last night. There seems to be varying degrees of opinions of who broke certain things first who spoofed you know uh who who, who got the the scoop i'm sorry who scooped somebody first and just the same confident claims and comments about the super ads super bowl ads and the and the early release date are saying similar things now i think at this point folks are so desperate and so much speculation around the release date has actually led to the subreddit of Starfield to create a mega thread and they've pinned it and they don't want anybody talking about the release date outside of that mega thread. They're like, enough is enough. Like every other day, someone is saying, I figured out the release date. There's a decal in the corner of the ship at the 24 minute mark. It just got annoying and they said, listen, we're going to put everything in a mega thread, right? It's no, we're not going to let you guys keep posting these threads. Now, keep in mind, back in January, there was also a key market reseller with the Starfield release date of March 23rd, and then everybody got all wound up and got really excited and thought, oh, here it comes. This is why I think in the wake of the delay and the silence, it's just time for them to say something. It's why... I'm annoyed. I get it. I understand why you have to be silent sometimes, but this has gone on long enough. It's time to let us know what's going on. So here are my thoughts and conclusions to my opening monologue here. Number one, the leaks and the discussions have gotten to the point of it just being a nuisance for both Reddit and basically anybody making content. We can't make content about Starfield. I can't even go get a, a like a press kit for thumbnails like nothing is happening nobody is talking it's just like a nuisance it's annoying now there have been a few starfield release date leaks and rumors and i actually refuse to cover them because it just turns into the same debate and discussion every time it's actually been two weeks uh since i've done a starfield show i'm trying to spread it out because i'm just kind of getting tired of it i do the same thing with the xbox activision deal i sort of wait for a really really long time before i want to cover it again because it just is not a pleasant conversation to keep having, right? The lack of an announcement, the lack of a hard date, the lack of any info, I think, points to the leaker at least being partially right, okay? I believe that both Bethesda and Microsoft are in talks about the release date. If you knew when this game was coming out, because it's supposed to be coming out in the first half of this year, which means it's coming out in the next four months, which means you've got to know what that date is by now. Unless, of course, you're internally debating it. Unless, of course, the leaker was correct that Microsoft and Bethesda are not seeing eye-to-eye on the release window for this game. 
Well, then that would make sense as to why they're being incredibly quiet. That would make sense why they didn't include it in that launch showcase and they're going to do it as its own and it's not even... We don't even know when that showcase is, okay? So that's my first initial thought. The second thing I want to say is it's time to, at the very least, announce the showcase, all right? I get it. You like to keep things quiet. You want to hold your cards close to your chest, for your own showcase. You don't want it in there with a bunch of other games. I also understand holding off on a marketing push until we're closer to the release date, since that's what Bethesda likes to do. According to Todd Howard, he'd love for a marketing window to be like two weeks long. So I get it. You want to hold those cards close. You want to keep things quiet as long as you can. I'm not against that in practice, but I think by now you've got to have your showcase date picked out. Now, many have speculated that the private press event that is happening in March will be the beginning of the marketing push for the showcase itself. Like, that's what they're going to do. They're basically going to get together with the press. They're going to have a new round of B-roll, a new round of gameplay to show off. They'll give that to the press to use in their coverage, and they'll say, this is when... The showcase is happening. I think that's how they're going to stagger the marketing at this point. If that's the case, maybe let the public know that so we can stop speculating. It's becoming tiresome at this point. The third thing I want to say is it is clear that during this waiting phase, there are many people who just make claims and say things for attention or they hope they end up being right. Okay, so much assurance was given to me about the Super Bowl ad and the March release date and people latch on to those things. I think much of that's in an you know, a state of desperation. They just really want it to be true. And at one level, I get it, right? I get why people like to make those types of predictions. It's a dice roll. If you end up being right, they can give you some credibility. It can make it look like you know what you're talking about, right? Now, I, for one, do predictions. I'm not alone in this. It's not something new to gaming coverage. It's not something new to the gaming culture to say, hey, I'm going to make a prediction about when a game ends up landing or when something ends up happening. I typically do that based on information, based on breadcrumbs, announcements, a pattern of behavior. You know, I say I like to read the tea leaves. I don't see very many tea leaves and breadcrumbs at this point. We're just getting the most random things that spin everybody up and then there's a thousand blogs and then videos like mine today. That's why I didn't even want to put release date on the thumbnail. I just want to be like, I'm just annoyed at this point, okay? All right, it's gotten to the point that folks just want to know what is happening and it leads to desperation and it leads to people grasping at anything to give them a glimmer of hope. So this is my conclusion. To me, it is undeniable at this point that the game is having trouble internally at some level. I think we can confidently say that. Now, whether this is a developmental problem that is far reaching or just, you know, they're having a plan dispute with Microsoft, we're getting too far in a 2023 for continued silence and to there be literally no indication of anything going on. I believe this is an indication of problems. If they like to market to get the train rolling within five months of the games coming out and we make it all the way to March with nothing that shrinks the window considerably. You're going to get all the way through January. We're about halfway through February. So if we get through the first two months of the year, 
There aren't very many months left to start marketing within your first half of 2023. Now, we know Todd would shrink marketing windows to less than five months if he could, but given the delay in the vague window that they gave us, my confidence in a June date is still sort of weak. At the very least, I don't want it to come out in June, right? The only reason I think the June date may actually happen now is it lines up with so many things that we've heard. The leaker saying that Microsoft wants it to come out in June... Now you've got this placeholder date, International Space Day, and Jez Corden says he has information that is pointing to a June release date. In my previous coverage, I said, just delay the game, because I would rather that and wait for the second half of 2023 and the game actually be ready. If the theme of this year is Microsoft just launching products rather than excellent games, you won't be able to keep running to Hi-Fi Rush and High on Life as your platform saviors. If Redfall and Starfield get shoved out too early because Microsoft wants product in the market, that's going to be a blemish on the platform. It's going to be obvious that something is wrong within their ecosystem. I continue to have growing concerns about the development companies under Microsoft's ownership given everything that came out from X343 employees. If Bethesda does not get to own their date as Phil Spencer previously indicated and the June date is in fact a push from Microsoft then I worry about the state that the game will launch in at that point it will be difficult to defend Microsoft given their short short ownership of Bethesda it'll look more like a derailment rather than empowerment of a big publisher or big parent company my final thought is I would actually be more encouraged at this point if the Starfield leak or the dates or the things coming out was pointing to something later in 2023 the june date doesn't excite me at all it actually worries me i want to know your thoughts below that's my opening monologue i thought it was going to be shorter but it ended up being still pretty long 17 minute open 11 pages of notes thanks so much for watching over on the tickety talk make sure you are smashing the like button let me get the big chat up and going then why do you keep talking about it because i have to cover stuff going on you can't be a gaming news source or gaming opinion source and be like no i'm not going to talk about starfield like i waited i waited i I did the same thing with the xbox activision deal it's like all right enough time has passed i had to do a 35 minute show open yesterday about the xbox activision deal because i waited so long to cover it and there was so much for me to talk about right it's it's I'm to the point where I hold off on coverage about certain things because I would much rather wait until we have more information. Why is June concerning to you? Because I don't think the game is ready. We had a leaker indicate that Redfall was having internal problems, was internally delayed to May. That happened. Then we have another leaker come out and says, no, yeah, Redfall is having problems. It's not ready. And Starfield's in worse shape. But Microsoft really wants that June release date. And then, look at everything that happened with 343. If you look at what happened with 343 and Halo, it's not hard to believe that Microsoft is stepping in and saying, no, ship the frickin' game. Get it out the door. That's worrisome. Like, I'm like, bro, listen, if these leaks would have shown, like, November or, like, October, I'd have been like, oh, they have more time. They have more time. I would much rather them do that. Like, look at what Creature's saying. Why would Bethesda release two RPG releases of their own in the same month? That's another thing to consider. There's a big Elder Scrolls Online thing happening in June. 
they're going to cannibalize one of those things, are they not? Are they not? Like, you you don't think the Bethesda crowd is going to say, well, which do I play? Elder Scrolls Online, big, huge update expansion? Or, or, or do I play... Or do, or do I play Starfield? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what's good, Feed? I see you in the chat. Like, th- d- different games? Come on, you don't think... Okay, if you're Bethesda, and you're making ESO, and you're updating ESO, you don't think a bunch of the people that love your RPGs, that love your games, are playing ESO? And then they're also going to be like, oh yeah, I- I'm, I'm going to go play Starfield now. Come on, th- th- that th- that stands to reason. Like, I'm not saying that's a super convincing argument that it shouldn't land in June, but what I'm saying is that is actually a reason for Bethesda to not want to do that. Imagine you're Bethesda. Imagine you're Bethesda. Which do you think is more important? Pushing the game out in June or allowing ESO to have its day and then you can land, you know, later? Explain your concern for June. Do you think the game will be incomplete or do you think the game will be buggy? Man, I thought I was clear. I'll restate it. All signs point to this game isn't ready. The leakers, this is the thing that amazes me about leakers, is they can hit the ball out of the park prediction after prediction after prediction. But the minute the prediction is negative, everybody's like, I don't believe it. Why? Why would you not believe it? A game that's been delayed, a game that has performance issues in its gameplay trailer debut. There are performance issues in the trailer. That game gets delayed. And when you hear a rumor and a leak that it's having problems and that it's not ready to land in June, you're like, yeah, I don't buy it. All signs point to the game having trouble. Thank you, Tommy Humphreys, for 15 months, and it's a member plus. Missing 11-11-22 date is starting to look like a bigger deal than people thought. Like, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. We have a pattern now of this game ain't ready. Number one, they delay it. Now, think about what the delay was. The delay was them going back on saying the date set in ink. Oh, Okay, what on earth is going on? Then, it doesn't even get any press at the beginning of the year when they come out and start talking about their games. Like, oh, there's going to be a Starfield release date later. Everybody that knows anything about the game indicated a handful of things, okay? Leakers told us there's going to be a showcase. Leakers told us Starfield won't be at the showcase. Leakers told us that Starfield will be happening later. They'll do their showcase later. Leakers have now also told us Redfall's having trouble. It was delayed internally. It's going to land in May. All of these things came true. All of these things happened. The, The leakers nail all of this. And one of those leakers, one of those guys who called the Hi-Fi Rush thing, comes out and says, Redfall's not ready, Starfield's in worse shape. Well, Redfall clearly was having issues. Do you honestly think a five or six week internal delay is enough time to solve problems? I don't think so. It's probably enough to get an MVP. It's probably enough to get a minimum viable product out the door. That same leaker says... Starfield's in worse shape, but Microsoft wants it out the door in June. 
Now, track with me here. You had all these other leakers. You had all these guys in my comment section saying, there's going to be a Super Bowl commercial. They're going to do a shadow drop. They're going to do this. No, none of that has happened. No. None, None of those have happened. So... If, if those all of those leaks were wrong and you got this one guy claiming, oh yeah, no, the game's coming out in June because Microsoft really wants it to come out in June. That, at some level, corroborates with Phil Spencer saying they were having conversations about their release dates and he wants them to own their date. So this person is sort of corroborating that. He's like, yeah, they're having a conversation with Microsoft about the release date. And Microsoft wants it out in June. And Bethesda wants another delay. Yo, Roadkill's gonna start us off with our first member of the day on the road to 2,000 members. We're in the 1800s. There's our first one. It goes to Alex Brida. Thank you so much, Roadkill. If you guys want to support the stream directly, it's free to smash that like button and hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat. We're extremely close to 25k subscribers. We might actually hit it today with this stream. Uh, what are you giving me, Eugene? Uh, let's see. Combine that with 80% of sales being cannibalized, and why would Microsoft really care about quality on release? They just want it out the door. Right. That's another thread to this situation that has to be considered, okay? You have to consider the fact that we just learned from the Xbox Activision deal, Microsoft submits a document to the CMA that is, oh yeah, Game Pass is cannibalizing game sales. Okay. How do you think Microsoft views the products then? Get them out the door. Get them out the door. If we got games on Game Pass, that's it. That's what we need. We can't have games sit we can't have Game Pass sitting there naked for months at a time. You're going off rumors to start a narrative? No, I'm not. I'm establishing a pattern of leaks that came true against the leaks that didn't come true. And the leaks that did come true pointed at a June release and pointed at the game not being ready. Are you... So you think right now Starfield's ready to rock and roll? You think Starfield's ready to go? They, they delay it and don't give a release date. But that you translate that into no, it's ready to go. I, how, why would you think that? If it was ready to go, they would have delayed it with a release date. They they would have delayed it with confidence. Not yeah. Uh, it, 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 even the delay didn't really indicate much confidence. It was like yeah, the first half of twenty twenty three. Okay, what? And ever since then, there's been nothing but strangeness and oddities. It hits the Steam database with a placeholder date of December the 29th. What in the world does that mean? The placeholder dates in December are typically December 31st. So somebody picked the 29th? Then, then it has a release date in Steam of 2023. Which, according to Steam's new rules and their new database allocations, you're allowed to just leave 2023 if you'd like. And what do they do? They go in and they remove that and change it to coming soon. If you have no release date, the database sets you to coming soon. Well, why would they do that? Why wouldn't they just leave it as 2023? That doesn't make any sense. 
they were well within the rules of Steam's new new standards for release date. Uh, you can't like people were putting like real cutesy things like our game will be ready when the kitty cats come back to work, like just stupid stuff. Ben says ESO is a well-oiled machine at this point, and the expansions release in June. Not to mention they're run by Zenimax. I don't think there will be a ton of overlap. Some for sure, but ESO is just going to ESO. Listen, Sven, like with all due respect, to think that Bethesda would be okay with that, I just think that 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 feels, that just feels, it feels naive. That sounds like I'm being condescending, but that just feels naive to think that Bethesda is just going to sit back and be like, no, that's totally fine. Yeah, we have these annual release schedules for ESO. Let's just step all over that with our most anticipated title. Come on. You see, like, that's what I'm trying to say, Sven. I'm not saying it would hurt it and be terrible, but from a marketing standpoint, if you're Bethesda, you're like, why would we do that? Why would we step on ESO in June? Not to mention June's already got Diablo 4 and Final Fantasy 16 in it. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Bethesda's like, hey, play our stuff. Oh, and play us other stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to overstate that part of it, Sven, because I do think at one level you are correct. ESO's humming. ESO has a player funnel. They're going to do what they're going to do. But if I'm Bethesda, I do not want to interfere with that marketing at all. Like, I'm not going to jump all over that. I mean, you kind of sense it in this way, Sven. I think I think this kind of proves me right. They didn't even want Starfield at the developer direct. They kind of want Starfield to kind of like be its own thing. It's like it. Nah, nah. nah. Well, yeah, we'll do ESO and Forza Motorsport and Redfall and Hi-Fi Rush and uh, and and Minecraft Legends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put those all in a showcase together. But no, no, no. no. Starfield's over here on its own. On June, it all depends on what is actually wrong. If it's a large backlog of defects, it's not possible. It's not impossible to think that the game could be ready by June. If it's an unf- if, un- if it's unfinished content, different story. Sure, sure, Willie. I I I don't I don't disagree with that. We don't know what the reasons are. We don't. I don't see them as competing with each other. It's not like Battlefield and Titanfall 2 launching days apart, EA competing with itself. So you don't think that Battlefield and Titanfall 2 are analogous to an ESO expansion in Starfield Landing? ESO is basically an online Skyrim. And what what is Starfield been described as? Like Skyrim and Fallout in space. Like you know that the RPG appeal of Bethesda games is one of the reasons that ESO has been so popular, right? It has that Bethesda RPG sort of stamp. Now, you can be like, well, at ZeniMax, you, you can do that all you want. In my mind, for it's, it's blatantly obvious to me that if people are playing ESO, it is very much related to that, that RPG appeal that Bethesda games have. Yo, Muhammad with a five-spot... I think the hint that Starfield is having huge issues is that they can't even commit to a showcase date. Very worrying. I included that in my show open. Thank you for the super chat tip. You don't, you can't even tell me when your showcase is? When's your showcase? Now, now I will leave room for this. I will leave room for this. Greetings. Thank you guys so much for watching over here uh, on on the Tickety Talk. Is it going to be like Star Citizen? I don't know. Could you get us to a 1,000 likes over here? You guys just have to smash the screen. It'll help more people find this. If you guys press like on YouTube, it does the same thing. It helps more people find the stream. So I will leave room for this. I will leave room for this. If at this point, Microsoft and Bethesda have agreed 
to a marketing ramp up that begins in March with this private press event. So they're going to meet with the press. They're going to hand the press. This is my prediction. I think they're going to hand the press a bunch of new B-roll, a bunch of new footage. Yo, thank you so much for sending a panda over here, Night Fury. They're going to give them a bunch of B-roll and then they're going to say, here is when the showcase is. So then the press is going to go get to go out and announce this is when the showcase is and we've already seen new footage. Here's what we think. Here's what we saw. Here, you know, he, he, da, 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 da. and so that's going to be the ramp up of of the marketing, which means I believe that press event is slated for early March. Maybe the showcase is in March. That means you use March, April, and May to do nothing but market the game. Then June hits, and you've got E3. And you have Summer Game Fest. Now, you don't necessarily have to go E3, but you could actually send them B-roll. You could send them something. I bet you they skip it, but because they're going to do their Xbox Bethesda showcase. And then you just continue to hammer away at Starfield this month, Starfield this month. Bam, 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 bam. And maybe they hope that's going to set it up for the best success. I, I, I don't know. I'm leaving room for that being a potential marketing strategy, but that still doesn't mean I'm not concerned about the state of the game given the leaks about it not being in a good state and Microsoft wanting it to come out in June now we have leaks that it's coming in June now you got Jez Corden saying oh no yeah according to my my current information yeah it's coming in June Captain Steve says I honestly thought Starfield would drop in March but that's looking less and less likely maybe the announcement will be in March as far as we know Steve there's a private marketing there's a private press and media event in March okay the, the coming in March was paired with rumors about like a Super Bowl commercial and that didn't happen either I don't I don't think so I think people heard whispers in the wind about whispers in the wind about that press event yo that's a big one mr. 1030 just hitting me with the love you happy Valentine's Day I forgot to say that to you guys I, I guess spam hearts in chat if you feel like celebrating this holiday <laughs> vegger with a how many that's an $8 tip through super chat microsoft just wants to shorten the deadline and budget with it so starfield and redfall in some shape or form will even be commercially successful on game pass yeah i mean xbox game pass has to be considered in this equation like they want stuff for game pass like i i don't i don't know how you not you know don't how do you not look at that right so similar to hogwarts legacy like a preview thank you for the two spots muhammad muhammad i think Microsoft has already announced this uh, with Redfall. Xbox has already announced this with Redfall. Where if you do the like deluxe edition, you can play for 72 hours early. I think that's Microsoft's way forward for fostering more purchase. G- Game Pass, according, according to Microsoft's... My chair is not in the sweet spot. There we go. Game Pass, according to Microsoft's own internal documentation that they sent to the CMA, Game Pass is cannibalizing sales. A 10 spot from Shadow Lemons. This coming showcase has the day before vibes. Little sketchy cheers. Happy V-Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Guys, if you are hitting that dollar sign button on YouTube and you can pick between Super Chat and Gifted Members, Gift a member. I'll read. I'll read what you say. Uh, that way, you're still supporting me and giving money to the channel, but you're paying it forward and giving somebody a membership. They did add gifted members to multiple mobile platforms. Now uh, you could check and see if it's available. Uh, Starfield uh, has enough content to last for many years, so I think there's going to be people who have Game Pass just to play it. I mean, maybe. 
June is going to kill this game. Too many top titles in June. Yo, thank you, Wired Rope, with two months. Right, like, I hate to say it. But Microsoft might be a little, um... They, they might be being pretty ambitious. It might be pretty ambitious to put this game in June. Because you have some monster games coming out. Big, big games. And guess what? They're not just random games. They're RPGs. You know what I mean? Forspoken's number seven on NPD. Where high in life and hi-fi rush. Microsoft admitted it themselves. Why continue to cap? They said so themselves. Game Pass is detrimental to sales. Yo, it's good, Sean. Happy Valentine's Day. By the way, I'm drinking my my Reforge Roast coffee. And if you guys have never tried it, we're running a sale right now. Use code GETFRICKED. Use code GETFRICKED. And you can uh, get 20% off our holiday blend. And you can hit subscribe and help us hit a big milestone today on the channel of 25,000 subscribers. I have no one to celebrate with, so I wish you guys a happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Um... Mm. what do you think the chances that this delay is related to them making an announcement that this title will not or at least have a delayed appearance on Game Pass recent data has changed their minds maybe delaying it for changes to Game Pass trying to figure out how to lessen the PR backlash of it not being on Game Pass I can't see them not putting it on Game Pass day and date but they'd have to maybe foster some kind of an early access thing to get you to spend money Yo, what's good, Uncle Brada? Good to see you. My Frickmas arrived Friday. I haven't been home enough to give it a try, but it smells amazing. Gonna make some this afternoon. Thank you, Parasito. I appreciate that. Hilly says, It's gonna be difficult for Bethesda to argue with Microsoft for another delay. I imagine they gave the original date to Microsoft. Phil wants devs to have ownership of this. In June of 2022, the showcase, everything promised inside 12 months of the first half of 2023. Bethesda would have had to have greenlit Starfield inclusion in the 2022 showcase, so at this point, they would be arguing for a third delay with Microsoft internally they can't keep delaying it it shows a real lack of leadership from Bethesda they must have an internal working release date and Microsoft might be holding them to it if they do agree to a third delay the optics need to be carefully managed as three delays just makes me think of scope creep and the game is in serious trouble potentially what exactly is in the holiday blend Uh, you've asked this question before and you can use reforgeroast.com and all the flavor profiles are there I don't, I don't do like a big like coffee flavor description during my live shows. That would be extremely disruptive. That's why we have everything listed on the website. Happy V-Day. Thank you, Cowboy. The list doesn't go on and on. Those games you mentioned are in development and Rare uh, Games of Service has also been releasing Sea of Thieves content. I'm not sure what you mean the list goes on and on. I'm not sure what you're referring to. Other games come out every month. Uh, nothing has more hype than Starfield, so month doesn't matter much. So you think as far as games and hype and anticipation, you think that Diablo 4 and Final Fantasy 16 are just not an issue at all. Giant, well-known RPG franchises. Yo, Chris Surf just got a gifted membership from Shadow Lemons. Thank you, Shadow Lemons, for doing both the Super Chat and gifted members, going above and beyond the call. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You were talking to Ray in the comments. What has Ray said? 
You see they were able to pull out uh, of the day uh, and date for first party. How do you do something like that? Oh, you're asking the same question Creature's asking. Right. Can they pull out of that, right? Ray says, why hasn't the initiative released a game yet? Rare's Everwild, Undead Lab's new game, the list goes on and on. Yeah, I tend to agree with him, though. I am curious why, you know, there's been such a slowness in game launches. They have so many studios. What's going on? What's the issue? Is it purely just the generation jump? Is that what's going on? Like, is it is that all it is? Starfield will outsell both of those games? Yeah. You think Starfield's going to outsell Diablo 4. You you typed that up and you genuinely believe that. You think that the commercial success of Starfield, you think it'll sell more copies than Diablo 4. Really? Okay. That's an interesting theory because there's 25, there's between 25 and 30 million people that don't have to buy Starfield. And, and, and considerably, and, and there'll probably be a considerable amount of people that don't have to buy Starfield because they'll sign up for Game Pass to try it out. They'll sign up for Game Pass, they'll spend the 15 so they can try out Starfield. There is absolutely no way on God's green earth that Starfield will outsell Diablo 4. There simply is no way. Like, now Final Fantasy 16, I don't know. I'll... I give you maybe. I give you maybe because of their limited footprint. Starfield could have some crazy commercial success on PC, but I don't know. Final Fantasy 16 is also going to be a tough, tough piece of property to beat commercially. Didn't the average console owner buy two to three games per year? Says Hilly. Having Final Fantasy and Diablo in June has to be a factor here. Uh, I think they could launch in June because of Game Pass. The person in chat that thinks it'll outsell Diablo 4, just wow. i am be honest. Is Diablo a high seller traditionally? Yes. Diablo 3 has the, the, the commercial success of Diablo 3 like when it launched was insane. Now, its reception and consumer response was poor and it took them kind of like 8 years to get the game into the state that it currently is. But yeah, Diablo 3 is like one of it's like a record-selling game. The so Diablo 4 will likely experience I think similar sales patterns. So if you're just tuning in, the Starfield release date news is that there was a placeholder date on the GOG website. It has since been removed June 29th. June 29th is kind of a weird day to have your Starfield release because it's a Thursday, right? It's a Thursday. So it being on a Thursday is weird, but it is International Space Day. Now, I have said they could do the whole, hey, if you get the deluxe edition of Starfield, you can play it 72 hours early, which would then mean people could be playing it as early as like June 26th. That's a Monday. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday could be nothing but people playing early. That seems to be working really, really, really well for games. It worked really well for Hogwarts Legacy. You have everybody playing the game early, and it's a great runway to your official launch date. Like, Hogwarts is, like, shattering records. Starfield could do something similar, I think. Uh, Let me turn on my timer. I forgot to have that running. Uh, That's not the right button. This is the right button. Yeah, if you like my really cool vintage Star Wars shirt today, all you Starfield fans, be sure to check out the Star Wars collection uh, over there at 80s tees i did forget to update uh the command so i'm gonna do that now 
Uh, and I think it is that. I think that's how it works. Um, I think. I don't know. I'm going to try it. I think that's the hyperlink to the Star Wars collection. It is. It is. Cool, cool, cool. There we go. Oh, and my glasses. I need to update the glasses command. I'm wearing Horizons. Uh, if you're looking for blue light blocking glasses, we are partnered uh, with Gamer Advantage. Use code LONO over there, and that will get you a nice discount. It'll support me. If my code gets used enough times this month, I'll be putting a drawing for some new frames. So thank anybody who uses it. And our first order of coffees come in from Peaches. Grab the bag of Frickmas and use the discount. Be sure to use the discount. Get fricked. Get fricked in February, chat. You can get 20% off our Frickmas Holiday Blend. Thank you, everybody, for being here. That's enough commercials. Make sure you're smashing like. That's free. It doesn't cost anything. Starfield will not outsell Returnal, in my opinion. Oh, no, I think it'll outsell Returnal. Starfield actually has a pretty pretty popular funnel. Bethesda's got pull on PC. Don't know, my man, that fade is fresh. Uh, oh, that fade on the fresh haircut looks good. Does it? Did he do a good job? Yeah, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I always forget that the side angle like shows my hair from a different from a different look. Thank you, Von Raz. I appreciate that. I think they made up that International Space Day thing. It's not in June. Wait, when is International Space Day 2023? International Space Day 2023 is April the 12th. No, that's International Day of Human Space Flight. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Uh, International Space Day. I'm just going to do a search for June 29. Oh, it's National Space Day. National. I think I misspoke in my show open. National. Sorry. This says that National Space Day is, is, is June 29th. National holidays on June 29th. National camera... Oh, no, wait. No, National Space Day is May. What the frick? So, I hang on. Let me scroll all the way back up to the game's radar quote. The leak date also happens to follow fall on International Space Day. That's not... I didn't even think to fact check that. I did not even think to fact check that. So, what on earth? Games Radar, where did they even pull that from? That's not even... International Space Day is in April. And then National Space Day is in May. Like, what the frick? May 5th is a Friday, 5523, but that wasn't that wasn't the uh Yeah, National Space Day is 55. We celebrate National Space Day on the first Friday in May, which is May 5th this year. I but who cares about that? National Today? I don't even know National Space Day. This is just some random website. I don't even know if that's really a thing. Does anybody pay attention at all to, to, to things like that? Like National Space Day? Like, who? That's Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, that is. <laughs> hey, Cinco de Mayo is on a Friday this year. Let's go. That'll be good. 
Reforge, about the Hi-Fi Rush leak, the leaker wasn't even the first. There was a Twitter leaker who did it a whole one day before the Reset Era leaker, and most of his following leaks was public info. Right. Here's the thing, though, Rising Alex. Everybody keeps trying to tell me that that debunks him. Fine. Fine. Clutch that. Clutch that to your chest. I don't care about that. There is a pattern that makes him believable. There's a pattern right the pattern is delays leaks about internal problems five you know five or six week delay for redfall may release date that all comes true around the same time that those leaks are coming out we get leaks about the showcase we get leaks about starfield not being at the showcase we get leaks about starfield doing their own showcase you see what i'm saying that to me is a pattern of there's something going on Right? There's some there's something going on. Stop yapping and get to the point. Don't watch me then. I don't freaking need you to watch me. Like, if you're going to look at the pattern there and look at how much information was coming out, there are there are clearly sources, people talking, there's leaks, right? It's like there's a leakiness to the games right now. People are talking, people are yapping to their friends. Jess Corden and others are clearly getting information. Jez is like, oh yeah, there, there's a showcase in uh, in January. Oh, and uh, yeah, Starfield won't be there, and yeah, Starfield's coming later. Clearly, they're getting info from people. Clearly. Maybe all the weather balloons were Bethesda marketing. <laughs> doubt. Doubt, doubt, doubt. Maybe uh, they got shut down, now they have to delay it again. Turns on talk show, says stop talking. Yeah, I don't yeah. You can play Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls Ultimate Edition with gold or buy it to own. What are you doing that for? What's that? What are you what are you putting that in the Discord for? What's that in reference to? Good morning, Bellix. How are you? March 23rd is the day the Wright brothers filed for their patent, but it's not ready for March. I cannot see Mart who cares about that? March 2323, right? Here's the thing you gotta remember. That's not how they choose dates. Some of y'all keep making that mistake. They chose 11-11-22 because then internationally that date looks the same everywhere. Because in other countries, they put the month after the date. They go small to biggest. They go the 11th date and the 11th month in this year, right? And over here in the States, we just have to do everything differently because of, you know, whatever... And then we go, we go month, date, year. So wherever you are in the world, 11, 11, 22 is the same dadgum date. They don't like to, the the whole, oh yeah, 323, 23, that looks really cool. That doesn't, that doesn't fit with what they like to do. If you're trying to pick a cool looking date, that's not how they do it. They don't do it according to that. They do it according to, you know, the, the way that calendars are done globally, basically. There was a Bethesda employee who said Starfield's Discord, uh, in Starfield's Discord, December 12th, saying people are reading into things way too much and you don't have to worry. I call BS. There was a Bethesda employee who said in Starfield's Discord, December the 12th. Why did he say, wait, is that even verifiable? Are you just making that up? I've not heard anything about that. We were trying to work out why Diablo 3 has 65 million players, but $50 in sales. Oh. 
Yeah, I have no idea. Bundles, maybe? I don't know. 3323? No, no. There's no reason to give any credence or quarter to the people that keep saying, oh, they're going to do a shadow drop. They're going to do a shadow drop. No, those are the same people who confidently said there'd be a Super Bowl commercial. No, stop it. You just look silly. Every single person that gets inside information, Jez Corden being one of those people who said there's a showcase coming. Oh, and uh, Starfield's not going to be there. Oh, and not only will they not be there, they're going to do their own showcase. Even he laughed at the idea of the game coming in the earlier parts of this year. He laughed. He was like, no. Every Everybody he's talked to has said no. So th- all that they know, all the leaks, all their inside information is like, no, absolutely not. Reforge, he just assumes stuff using Redfall leaks and the other leaks, and he just puts stuff together and makes it look legit. Basically, he's taking all other leaks and making up stuff uh, going off of it. Okay, Rising Alex, I am going to say this as clearly as I can. I don't care about that. I've made that clear. Clutch that close to your chest and say, that leaker is wrong. That doesn't negate anything else that I've said this morning. It doesn't. You you can have that. I'm giving you that one. I, yeah, go ahead. I don't need that for my arguments to hold water. I don't need my... My concerns are not abated because like, well, it appears that the leaker was piecing things... I don't care. That's not compelling at all. It isn't. What's compelling is tons of leaks are coming out and they're all correct. And the only leak that wasn't correct was people desperately reading into a commercial that was supposed to be about Xbox anyway and not Starfield during the during the Super Bowl. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not being dismissive of you. I'm saying I don't care about that. That's not that isn't compelling. My man Ani grabbing a bag of the light roast. Thank you so much Ani for ordering some of our coffee. Do, do you see where I'm coming from like there's too many things pointing to the game not being ready for me to be like, well, this one leaker might have just pieced things together and could be lying. Oh, okay. That does, what about the leaker that nailed the Redfall delay and then they had internal problems and then it was going to land in May? That ended up being true. And then this guy comes out and says, no, yeah, Redfall's going to launch and it's not going to be ready. And Starfield's in worse state, and Microsoft wants it to come in June. And here comes the game in June. Oh, and corroborating slightly, I think, you got Jess Corden saying all my information points to a June release date. Jess Corden's contacts are clearly Microsoft contacts. They're not Bethesda contacts. You see what I'm saying? There's a pattern here that shows, like, this information sounds solid. This information seems to check out. It doesn't sound like somebody blowing smoke or being like an anti-Xbox fan or being like an anti, uh, anti, what, uh, anti-Starfield fan or anything like that. If you think the S is the problem, do you ever see a time where the X version is released and the S version is delayed further, not just for Starfield, but for other titles? Um, I do think the primary reason for the delay is the Series S, but I, I don't, I, I, I don't like, ouch, got it. I don't like having that debate. I don't like having that debate because all we end up doing is is engaging with ignorant platitudes. We just end up engaging with ignorant platitudes. Like nobody's willing to admit that the the Series S is an issue. No one's willing to stare at the performance issues with a straight face. Everybody tries to trot out weird 
talking points. It's like they got trained at a shop. Like it's like there was a it's like there was a seminar. How to defend the Series S, and they all trot out the same weird talking points. It has more 120 FPS games than any other console. It's like you're talking to an NPC. It's like what that has nothing to do with the discussion. Like I can't that the Series S. I I continue to think is the leading cause for the Starfield delay. I just if you look at the way that games perform on it, if you look at the games that are trying to do new things, bigger things, and ambitious things, and they run very poorly over there. I don't have any problem on my TV. I, that Again, you're talking like an NPC. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about subjective consumer response to, you know, performance that they're probably accustomed to. Like if you went from the performance of your Xbox One to, X, you know, or an Xbox One X, and you went to a Series S, you probably think it's fine. You probably think it's fine. But if you play on a PS5, if you play on a PC, if you play on a Series X, and then you go play on that, you'll see what we're talking about. 100% the Series S, says Kenneth. If the best rig they had last year was showing performance issues, imagine the Series S. That, that That's precise. I like you. You were here yesterday. I like people like you. That's just such a logical take. God of War delay equals a delayed game is a good game. Starfield e- delay equals oh no, bad things are happening. They can't use the delay for good. You know what's funny is the most consistent things that happens in my chat, the most consistent thing that happens in my chat with people who are clearly pro-Xbox and probably anti-Sony is you falsely summarize what I say. Is that another thing they taught you at the seminar? Do they teach you to be a dishonest person? Because that's not what I have said. My entire show, but I have a show the other day where I said, just delay it. I'm fine with the delay. I've not indicated once this morning that the delay means it's going to be a bad game. I've not said that. That's not how I argue. I don't deal in non-sequiturs. Well, it's been delayed. Therefore, it's going to be a bad game. No, that, that doesn't logically follow. And I've not said that once today. In the wake of the delay... I've pointed to all these other things. What's good, Polar Blair? The leaked release date is June 29th. June 29th. Hey, hey, Xbox people can be respectful. Okay, I, I need a term that isn't Xbox because I hate saying Xbox and I hate saying Sony ponies. It's like I, I, I gag when I say it. It's like, ugh, I hate saying those terms. The people that go full fandom... For Xbox, you don't go full fandom for Xbox Shadow Lemons. Plenty of you guys don't go full fandom. You come in here, you enjoy the debates, the discussions, and you don't go full fandom. The people that go full fandom constantly recast my arguments in just completely dishonest ways. It's like, come on. I've not once indicated this morning that the delay is a reason to be concerned. I'm concerned because every leak that's come out, that's checked out, points to problems. This game is having its um what's the term I want to use the only way I can describe it is it's having its leaky moment it seems as though in the wake of waiting people are yapping does that make sense like people are talking in the wake of this thing having trouble I'll give you an example with God of War Ragnarok I'll give you an example with God of War Ragnarok in the wake of God of War Ragnarok getting delayed and the and the release date not being announced, what happened? People started yapping. We started getting leaks. We started getting, oh, they're going to talk about the release date on this. Date. Oh, they're going to do this. They're going to do that. 
same thing happened in the in the absence of information people started talking and the one time i think i think sony and santa monica got annoyed and they were like yeah no we're, we don't we don't we don't want to i don't have access to that link we're going to see the bethesda employee on the starfield discord saying people are reading into things too much yeah you're gonna have to try to do a screenshot or something Why is constructive criticism always seen as a negative commentary towards the game or whatever? Maybe this mentality is why games come out like crap. People don't give constructive criticism anymore. Yeah, what I'm pushing for, what I am pushing for is take as much time as you want. And when I hear, oh no, yeah, they're looking at June. I'm like, yeah, but the last time we heard about June is that that Bethesda didn't want it to go in June. Oh, but that leaker uh, was just cobbling together other leaks. Was he? How do you know that? Let me let me push back on that idea. Let me let me just push back on that idea. Let's consider that that leaker's telling the truth. Let's consider that he's telling the truth. Oftentimes in this industry, you will notice that guys like Jess Corden and guys like Jason Schreier and other people who clearly have sources, do you notice what happens? They all say things that are within approximation of each other. And you know what we look at that and say, "Oh, that's corroborative." They're, they're all saying similar things. Nobody says, well, this guy scooped it first, so everybody else is just copying him, and they don't have sources. You see what I'm saying? There's a, there's, there's a chance that this guy's got good intel, and the reason his leaks are corroborated by other leaks and other things is because he's got good intel. Do you see what I'm saying? You can't just automatically dismiss a leak because... Oh, well, other, other people said the same thing. Uh, other, other, other people said similar things. It's like, well, but that could be corroboration. We don't know. You can't jump to that conclusion. It seems as though we're quick to dismiss that guy because what he said was negative. But in the wake of everything we've learned about Halo Infinite and 343, in the wake of everything we've learned about Game Pass... It doesn't sound like he's off the mark. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like he's off the mark. Microsoft, as far as I can tell, it's extremely believable that they would say, we need this game out in June. This is what he's trying to show you. No idea what the leak was commenting on. Oh, a lot of people are reading into things way too much. You needn't worry. Okay. You needn't worry. What's he saying that for? What's he saying that in response to? Uh, somebody working on the game telling me not to worry. What? what what's he going to say? The opposite? You guys should be really freaking worried. <laughs> Man, you guys should be super worried. I think that's realistic, says Polar Blair. I think it didn't look close to QA last year, so the timeline works. Although I think Spider-Man 2... Also, I think Spider-Man 2 will be delayed. People have faith in Insomniac, so no one's worried. I don't have any reason to think Spider-Man 2 will be delayed, because we don't... There's no pattern yet. No pattern has emerged. We would need a pattern for me to jump to that thought, or to make that prediction. You have a predetermined belief of Microsoft. You just said it. No. I have a belief about Microsoft based on patterns and information. 
honesty. You're really good at cherry picking and being dishonest. You, you should be a politician. You'd do a bang up job. You'd be amazing. You'd go on any one of these news outlets and crush it. Grab grab statements, sound bite them, misrepresent them. You could be elected in the next in the next election. Does the guy who thinks Starfield will come to PlayStation? Yeah. Why should I not think that? Why should I not think it'll come to PlayStation when Pete Hines practically avoided the question when he was asked about it? We have a pattern right now. We have a pattern right now uh, from Microsoft. Oh, you're going to give me a code for one and dead on the day it came out? Thank you. That's not helpful. Let's let's create another pattern, shall we? Let's create another pattern, since I apparently have a predetermined belief about Microsoft. That's just I pulled it out of thin air. Yeah, I hate the color green or whatever. Let's establish another pattern. Microsoft, we learned, insisted that Halo do a showcase in the summer of 2020. You remember that? You remember that showcase? Remember how abysmal it was? Remember how embarrassing it was? Do you remember how public scrutiny led to a delay? Do you remember that? Pepperidge Farms remembers. And then what happened? Here here comes Starfield, finally. When does it come? When do we finally get to see Starfield? Hmm, in the summer. And in the wake of of the trailer and the gameplay being combed over instead of us finding out like oh they're going to delay it because the public response is bad they actually delayed it before that so don't you see it's the same thing we're going to show you a game in the summer and it's not ready and it's not really ready for public scrutiny and oh yeah it's also delayed you really think Starfield's going to be on PlayStation I think there's a very high likelihood that it's going to end up on PlayStation, yes. Because when Pete Hines was asked about it, he waffled. They went from being, like, confidently saying Starfield is an Xbox title to recently when Pete Hines was in an interview about that, he acted like that's not a for sure thing. Like, why would you change the dialogue about that? Game's not even out yet. So... Game's been delayed, game prices increased, and you got Pete Hines doing an interview acting like, yeah, we don't, we, we, that maybe, maybe that'll stay on Xbox for forever. Yeah, and apparently, according to Leak, Sony was negotiating Starfield exclusivity for the PS5 as recently as a few months ago, and when was that article published, Victor? Like, th- th- you know what I'm saying? You describe two very different chain of events. You're right, Reese's Vids. Two very different chain of events. Two summer showcases for games that weren't ready for public scrutiny and both of them were delayed. Just because one was delayed before the showcase doesn't mean that they're almost identical. It seems that there's a pattern of Microsoft insisting on showing a game before it's ready. Now, we don't know if they insisted that Starfield be a part of the showcase, but they did it with Halo, and then that game had to be delayed. And then, how do you know they're not pushing for Starfield to be a part of the showcase, and they're like, it's not ready! And they're like, we'll delay it, but we're showing it. Why would you show a game that you just delayed? 
Thank you for sending some weights. Polar Blair, I appreciate that. Phil Spencer said Starfield might be a timed release for PlayStation. When did he say that? I've never seen Phil say that. People are just completely ignoring how the narrative around Starfield has drastically changed over the past six months. Gone from the second coming and the new face of Xbox to Bethesda's next game. (laughs) The only certainty is that nothing is for certain. Of course Starfield may come to PS5. I wonder if the tonal uh, I wonder if the tone change the tonal change coincided with Microsoft learning Game Pass was cannibalizing their sales. Yeah, like they start running reports to go to the CMA for this for this Xbox Activision deal and they you know they're going with these reports and they're like, "Man, Game Pass is hurting us." Where it's it, look at the pattern of behavior of sales going down. This isn't this isn't working. That wasn't a surprise to anyone with sense that a sub would cause less people to buy a full game. That's literally the purpose. But <laughs> but you think what's so funny? My gosh. What what is, what is so funny about that is I was told the opposite for months. Where where are all the Xbox hardcore fans that told me Game Pass was not a threat to the sales of games? That Game Pass was not going to be a problem for, for, for people buying games? Where are all those people now? You just move the goalposts. Game Pass is not hurting Xbox? That's a wild take. Hmm. A wild take rooted in facts that were submitted from Xbox themselves about the fact that Game Pass has cannibalized sales. What a wild, facts-based take that is. Man, that's a hot take, chat. Just reading facts. I can't, whew, the nerve and just the boldness and impunity that that I read basic facts from a document Microsoft submitted to the CMA. My hands are burning from the hotness of the take. Actually, I don't know if they will see Starfield on PS5. Why? Because if they are, if they want the ABK deal to go through, they would say they're not doing exclusives after lying about what they got with Bethesda. We never said it would come to everyone same day. It would help their case. Oh, you think it would help their case if suddenly they're like, yeah, we have plans to put Starfield over there eventually. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, according to the CMA reports, yes. Xbox Game Pass has led to a decline in sales. Come on. Did they use the term cannibal? I don't know if that's the direct quote. That was the quote from the article I read. There's other articles coming out right now. The the, the subscription service is hurting software sales. So let me ask you a question. Xbox also came out recently and said that Game Pass will only make up 15% of their game division revenue. Okay? Track with me here. So, your subscription service that according to Phil Spencer's already plateaued on consoles and has room for growth on PC. So, if it's already plateaued on consoles, okay? That's the growth. That's roughly the size they think they're going to get to. And it's only 15% of the annual revenue. And it's having... A cannibalization effect on your game sales. You think that's a good business choice? What if I did that with my coffee? 
I offered a subscription to my coffee that only accounted for 15% of the revenue that my coffee generated and it had a declining effect on my total sales. How is that going to shake out in the positive? Newtonian with a $5 tip through Super Chat. I play play PS5 and Switch only. I refuse to buy third-party games that release on Game Pass. I'll wait for the sale, and to be honest, I've only gotten a cent, and I didn't like it. Thank you so much for the $5 tip through Super Chat. For real, man, I'd rather pay $15 for new games I'll play for a few days instead of $60. It's hard for me to believe you actually play any video games. You're always streaming. I can't tell if you respect my work ethic or if you're trying to denounce my authority on gaming I can't I can't I can't can't get a read on it cannibalization is is Microsoft's own words shocker the report does note that Microsoft's data comes with some limitations specifically in regard to the time period Microsoft itself is noted as admitting in internal documents that adding games to the service would lead to quote cannibalization of digital sales right so they they knew it was going to do that the question is did it do it did they do did, how do I want to phrase this they knew it was going to happen did they know it was going to happen to the degree that it has happened does that make sense Why do you keep people spreading this? It's after 12 months. Reading is fundamental. <laughs> no, there's three different quotes, Black Mamba. You're cherry-picking one and acting like that's representative of the entire fact. They are saying that it is limiting sales, causing a decline in sales, and that, yes, once something gets added to Game Pass, the 12 months that follow shows a decline in sales. Let me ask you a very important question in conclusion in concluding the impact that this is having. When do games go on Game Pass? When? You know the answer. You don't even want to say it because it was a it was a drum pound. It was an indictment of PS Plus. Day and date. Day and date. If if PS Plus doesn't put their titles on, on, on PS Plus day and date, it's DOA. Okay, so that means, according to Microsoft's own document, according to their own input, their games go on Game Pass day and date, and then the 12 months that follow sees a decline in sales of that game. Do you think that that is good for that game's, I don't know, revenue generation and profitability? Oh, 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 you're in agreements with me, Black Mamba. I thought you were pushing back and saying that we were me- misreading it. Okay, hang on. I'm in agreements with you, Lono. People keep saying it's after 12 months. That's not what the document's saying. I'm agreeing. Correct, correct. It's It has an effect in the 12 months that follows after it's added to Game Pass. Okay, no, you're in agreement with me. You are trying to do the same thing I'm doing. You got to dig in on that nuance. That nuance is incredibly important. It's like, so once you put something on Game Pass, the 12 months that follow sees a decline in sales, what you're adding games day and date. The frick? They're literally disrupting a market for a new model. They're, They're disrupting the market? You, you think, you think Game Pass is disrupting the market? Really? 
25 million subscribers and it's plateaued on console. That's that's just that's market disruption generating only 15% of the gaming division's annual revenue. That's market disruption. In what universe is that micro- in what universe is that disruptive? Disrupting their own market maybe. <laughs> Are, are they disrupting their own market? Is that what you're arguing? That's what it was supposed to do. They're disrupting the market. Yes, it has in, it's having a disrupting effect. Yes, on their own ecosystem. Gee, I wonder why Sony's not returning Bobby Kotick's phone calls. It's supposed to plateau? Well, I don't know if it's supposed to plateau. I think what he's saying is it's supposed to cause a disruption. The disruption's happening on their own ecosystem. 15% of four big players in the space means they've disrupted. The only thing they've disrupted is their bottom line. <clears throat> Microsoft seeks to explain its own admission to Xbox Game Pass lovers, uh, to Xbox Game Pass lowering base game sales. Yeah, so they're going to seek to explain it, right? Like, what, what does this mean? Do, do you want to know why they're seeking to explain that? Right? Uh. Oh, I was like, what is this voicemail? I'll tell you why they want to explain it. If I'm a shareholder, if I'm a shareholder and I see that headline, I'm saying, wait, what's going on over there? <laughs> what, what's happening? I thought Game Pass was going to be good for us. We, we need an explanation. What's happening here? I can't wait until you have to admit when these numbers increase, when they drop some big hits. I want to see you admit you, okay, that was the plan. I'm going to be here and watch the evolution. So when Microsoft admits to regulators that Game Pass is not their centrality of goal as far as a business plan goes, and they predict it's only going to allocate about and generate about 15% of their annual revenue, you think you know better than them. You think Game Pass is somehow bigger and... and it's supposed to be more than it is right now. Like, they literally said, yeah, that's not really central to our gaming gaming division's goals. I mean, it's only going to make up about 15% of our annual revenue. Wait, 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 wait. I can see it. I can see the future. That's just Microsoft minimizing how good Game Pass is going to be because they're trying to satiate the regulators. They're not being truthful and representative of Game Pass's power. Is that that going to be your comeback? Like, th- listen, I actually admitted I was wrong about this. This is this is one of the rare times that you, apparently I never admit that I'm wrong. I, this is one of the rare times where I did. I said, we were wrong. I was wrong. I thought Game Pass was a bigger pull and a bigger push from Microsoft. And they go to the regulators and they say no. And they're like, no, it's like 15% and it's already plateaued. I kept saying, oh yeah, Game Pass is their future. All they care about is Game Pass. All they care about is dumping games on Game Pass. I said that the Activision deal was a 900 IQ play. They can get a bunch of first-party titles, bolster Game Pass's size, make it more appealing, and then sell the IP on other platforms and make money on it on a general normal box sale. This is a brilliant plan. So if you think you're going to come in here and educate me on like, oh no, 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 no. Their goal is to get more people on Game Pass. That's what they're going to do with these really big titles. I, I, I was ahead of you by about seven months 
When this acquisition news came out, that was my take. I was like, this is their goal. You're going to see a decline in third-party games hitting Game Pass, and Microsoft wants Activision Blizzard so they can have their own giant first-party games to throw on Game Pass. That will drive Game Pass numbers, and then they can sell the property elsewhere. So if you think you're going to come in here and be like, no, no, you're going to change, Lono. You're going to evolve because they're going to get more people to sign up for Game Pass when these big titles hit. Oh, oh, okay. I've never said that that won't happen. In fact, I probably overstated the impact of big titles in Game Pass, given that Microsoft's own predictions and projections are that it's going to be about 15% of the gaming revenue that we generate. No, 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 it wasn't any big games. You just said Starfield will be played more on Game Pass. Yes. You think Game Pass subs ain't going to increase this year? No, I didn't say that it wouldn't increase this year. I'm quoting Phil Spencer and other internal reports that were submitted to regulators where they said they feel and they sense that they've pretty much saturated and got the most subscribers on console that they could get, dot, dot, dot. This is why listing's important. But they see growth opportunities on PC. So generally speaking, they don't see Game Pass as being this big thing that's going to mushroom up and be a huge portion of their revenue. They feel, yeah, we've already gotten saturation. That's not me saying that Game Pass won't get any growth. You're misunderstanding, and I'm quoting somebody else. Those are documents that were submitted to a regulator. They said, yeah, we feel like we pretty much saturated consoles. I think Phil Spencer said that. Yeah, we pretty much hit saturation on consoles, but there's lots of room for growth on PC. You don't interpret that to mean, well, Lono said Game Pass isn't going to get any new subscribers. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, Jerry Truckin with a $5 tip through Super Chat. The Xbox model is great. I don't have to give them money, LOL. I can play on my PC and only give 15 bucks a few times a year. Great for me, not so for Xbox. Guys, if you're enjoying the show, do me a favor. We just crossed over into six hundred viewers huge day it's rare for us to be this late in the show and to have a rise in viewership so if you're enjoying the show do me a favor smash the like button get us to 400 likes that will help more people find this video and we are on the doorstep of 25,000 subscribers so if 26 people have not subscribed yet and they do we will hit a very big milestone for the channel also consider gifting some members we are well on our way to our next big milestone of 2,000 members if you want to support this channel directly you can click the dollar sign or the join button below on youtube i don't run ads during the live shows we just talk and hang out and one of the ways that i do that is i have a sub i have a member base that's constantly gifting and supporting so consider doing that if you enjoy these shows throughout the week people need to stop pocket uh watching a trillion dollar company worry about your own wallets uh i'm not sure what you're saying when the game has been out for a while, yes, it does. It's been on Game Pass. Case in point, why isn't GTA on Game Pass? It doesn't make financial sense. Well, I mean, they probably don't feel like they need to. When you have that much market share that GTA has, like that company has no interest in freaking Game Pass. The money that they would require to be paid, like the compensation they would require from Microsoft, oh my gosh, that no, Microsoft would be unwilling to do that. No, no, you wouldn't give regs your best projections. Come on, man. What are you talking about? Why should you do that? They do that with investors all the time. Only give conservative estimates. You know better. I told you you would say that, chat. I told you. I told you. 
I told you. I said it's like I can't, it's like it's like I'm predicting the weather in San Diego. I said he's going to say they downplayed the numbers to the regulators. I told you he was going to say it. It's only a matter of time. It's only it's only a matter of time. You guys all do the same method of argumentation. It's an unfalsifiable position. Like anything that stands against your predictions and your ideas about how great Microsoft is and how great Xbox is and how great Xbox Game Pass is, anything Microsoft does and says that's counter to your fandom, you reject. You reject it. Giffy Skiffles with a gifted membership to Paul, thank you, and McWaffle with the gifted sub to Moane Asamani, and that takes us to four gifted members on the day we can do this one at a time we don't need big member bombs if you guys feel like paying it forward and gifting a member do it we appreciate people it's certainly falsifiable but it's speculation no 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 no. when I say an unfalsifiable position I mean when people take up a position and every fact every stat every quote you put in their lap they spin it away it's like voom Voom! It's like it's that that you can't falsify their position. Their position is just permanently protected. It's common sense. We literally have examples. Yes, it's common sense to think that a corporation the size of Microsoft would lie to regulators. You're right. It's that that's common sense. Hmm. Let me ask you something, Dave. Why'd you lie to the regulators? Well, it's just common sense. I mean, we're on the global stage trying to do one of the largest acquisitions in the history of gaming acquisitions. I mean, $70 billion. I, I thought it was a good idea to lie about our projections for Game Pass, you know? I thought it was a good idea to, to misrepresent the revenue that we were going to generate with Game Pass. That, what, who would do that? But Lono is saying you don't have evidence of it. I personally think they do. $15 price is great for reaching saturation, but I think they expected the ceiling to rise substantially with the low barrier of entry with tons of people joining on PC and getting new consoles. I actually think Game Pass could do very well on PC if they could just get a better storefront. You know what I mean? Lie to regulators, lie to shareholders, lie to their employees, investors, and partners. Yeah, just lie. Just downplay the numbers. Yeah, for sure. Capitalism's requirement for infinite revenue is a breeding ground for breaking the law and cutting corners. Now you're just talking in anti-capitalistic platitudes that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Trill Troll with eight months of membership. Here's where that guy said that direct quote was from a spokesperson from Microsoft counted as hearsay. Yeah. It's not a lie, though. You're being ingenuous. I think you meant to say disingenuous. Do you lie to your stockholders when you give conservative estimates for a quarter? Okay. If you're saying that the Game Pass estimate is a conservative estimate, they're on the bottom half of the curve. They're saying, yeah, 15%. And in the absolute best case scenario, let's say it's going to be 20 to 25%, right? It lands somewhere in the middle, 20%. That still shows that this is me admitting I was wrong. I was wrong about Game Pass. Game Pass is not this centrality to the future of the gaming division of Microsoft. They've 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 readily admitted that, right? I think all of us overstated. Maybe not all of us, but I was one of the people 
that regularly overstated just how big Game Pass was, just how important Game Pass was to the gaming division of Microsoft. I think we overstated it. Even if it's a conservative estimate, and that 15% is the low end and the high end's in the 20s, it's, it's still not as large as we thought. It's still not as large as we thought. It's still not as big as we thought it was going to be. Catch this. PlayStation said in a document submitted to one of the regulators that they thought Game Pass numbers were around 29 million. Why did they think that? Because the growth projections for Game Pass looked very promising, and then the truth came out. No. No, it's around 25 million. The growth patterns stopped. They stalled out. So it stands to reason that when Phil says that, like, we feel like we've hit saturation on console, there's room for growth on PC, that's backed by the numbers. The numbers the numbers went, and then the the, the growth pattern stopped. It, it happens... Uh, it happens with viewership in a stream like this, right? It's like up, 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 and then it hits, and then it kind of stays. Uh, unless you're unless you're a view botter, and it just goes like straight up and then straight across for hours, regardless of what game you play. Oh no, is it possible we're catching it in the middle of the model shift? What what model shift? What do you mean? If, if Microsoft comes out and says, we project this being around 15%, then wh- <laughs> why did they stall out? I, you're, okay, so your pushback is likely going to be, they stalled out because they didn't have any big launches in 2022, okay? And so you're thinking, and I know many people are thinking this, Oh man, when Redfall and Starfield hit, there's going to be this explosion of Game Pass numbers. I think Xbox and Microsoft are really attuned to the actual impact that those games are going to have on on the Game Pass numbers. Do you want to know why? Because of the number of people that are already on it. The number of people that are already on it makes it difficult for growth percentages to be explosive or meteoric. So you have to look at the number of Xboxes in circulation and consider the fact that those estimates they're giving are based on current consoles in circulation against the backdrop of 25 million people that have already jumped in on Game Pass. What that means is there's only so many people left that could do it. And market analysis would dictate that most of them already have jumped on Game Pass, meaning your percentage room for growth is smaller than it used to be. You're not going to have a meteoric explosion of Game Pass subscribers when Starfield comes out. You will have an increase, but you don't have enough consumers left. There's only so many. And you can look and you can make projections and say only a certain percentage of these people are interested in Starfield. And of that percentage that's interested in Starfield, many of these are the type of players that have shown a pattern of just buying games. They buy like one game a year and it just makes more sense to them to buy the game instead of doing Game Pass. So yes, Game Pass will see a rise in subscribers when Starfield comes out, but according to Microsoft, it's not going to be meteoric. And a lot of that, again, has to do with the fact that there's only so many people left. There's only so many people left within the Microsoft ecosystem, especially on consoles, to sign up. 
Wait, where, where did Microsoft only expect 15% in Game Pass revenue? It was in one of their reports to one of the regulators. They said that they anticipate and projected 15% of their annual revenue for the gaming division is going to be, 15% of it's going to be from Game Pass. They're not attracting new users to Xbox. Series S and the Series X sales are likely overwhelming, overwhelmingly well, uh, users just upgrading. Yeah, that's another aspect of this. Like, they're already on, right? When does Starfield come out? Okay. Sorry, we're well off topic. If you're just tuning in, the Starfield release date leak is pointing to June 29th, and I think that's been corroborated by other leaks, and Jez Corden, known Windows leaker insider, he writes for Windows Central, he said all of his current information points to a June release date as well. And I'm not thrilled about that. We got two Super Chat tips coming in. Consider gifting members, guys, if it is a feature on the on the apps that you use now. Brian with a $10 super chat says, I've been on PlayStation for almost 30 years. I'm not buying an Xbox for any reason. I bought a new PC one year ago. Game Pass still lets me play Microsoft exclusive titles. Xbox can't grow much if no one buys a new console. Well, I mean, the ecosystem is planned to be everywhere. I mean, they're putting that they're putting their ecosystem in televisions. I think that's one of the ways they're trying to grow their footprint. So you don't need console sales for Microsoft to grow their footprint. Maxwell with a $5 tip. Xbox fanboys are now going against Microsoft statements so that they can feel validated. I've been saying Game Pass has a limit, and now Microsoft is noticing. Thank you so much for the $5 super chat. Uh, June 29th is too suspicious. Literally the last day of the first half of the year. You know what I think it is? Do you, let me make a prediction about what June 29th was. Do you want to know what it was? It was a mathematical placeholder. It was just a mathematical placeholder. You know how when somebody says their game's coming out in 2023 and all of the databases just grab December 31st? Like, if they put a placeholder on Amazon or GameStop, it just it just grabs December 31st? I wonder if that website just said, first half of 2023, what's the last date? What is it? What's the last date in the, in the first half? And it just grabbed June 29th as a placeholder for the first half of 2023. I literally think that's what it is. Is that the date that the quarter ends? Wouldn't the quarter end at the end of the month though, not on the 29th? I think that's a solid theory. I really do. Who put that? Uh, the date was on the website. It's been there for months. I don't think that specific date's corroborated by the other leaks. Uh, it's literally corroborated by Jess Corden. He said all of his recent information. There's another leak that says the game's coming in June because Microsoft wants it out in June. How are those not corroborating each other? They're saying, they're saying the same things. Who said that? Mm, yeah, uh, Elaine, Elaine, Elaine Serminara. Yeah, I don't think it's a quarter two placeholder. A quarter two placeholder would pick the last date of the month. The quarter ends when the month ends. The quarter doesn't end on the 29th. June 29th is a Thursday, so I say it's unlikely. I can't remember the last time I saw a release on a Thursday. That's what I'm saying. Hey, one at a time. We've not done this in a while. The slow walk. We are going to slow walk to 25 members. If we hit 25 members, I have to give five one at a time. I love to see it. I love to see so many more people getting involved. Somebody named Homie has gifted a member, and it went to Aunt F. Thank you for doing that. 
Dune feels really, really early, says Quintar. Bethesda is known to release games early and a bunch of bugs. Jez just said in June, not June 29th. That's why I said it doesn't corroborate June 29th specifically. Lone Wolf, I love you, but that is a hair split. Yes, when I say it's corroborating, I'm not meaning the literal day. I'm meaning he's saying June, they're saying June, this other guy said June, right? That's corroborative. I'm not saying the literal 29th. That's not that that wasn't what I was saying. I get what you're I get what you're why why you're splitting the hair, but it doesn't feel necessary. I wasn't trying to indicate that like Jez Corden walked out and said, "Oh yeah, 29th." He said, "No, according to my info, June June is the month." People still unaware GeForce Now is a thing. I was hearing the same thing. I, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, as fast as I talk and as much things as I say, sometimes you're going to bake things into what I say that aren't there. Like, I didn't feel like I said anything that indicated that Jez Corden walked out and said, oh, no, yeah, I back up the 29th. He said, and I've said it multiple times this morning, all of his current information points to a June release date. That's all I've been saying. About a year ago, Elden Ring dropped. Great, great memories. And Elden Ring was the only game that Lono could stream for about a month and the viewership didn't slip. That impact alone is why Game of the Year. Yeah. We're continuing to test Hogwarts Legacy, though. We played yesterday. Numbers were good. We're going to try something a little bit different today. We're going to do the morning show. I'm going to send you to an upload about the uh, the day before. Then I'm going to hang out with members. Then I'm going to come back in the afternoon with Hogwarts. So that's, that's in a while, but we are going to try that out again today. How does GeForce Now compare to Game Pass? GeForce Now is great, don't get me wrong, but you stream games that you purchased and own. Yeah, I don't. that's not comparable at all. What am I expecting from the briefings? So the Starfield Showcase is, is still a giant question mark as to when it lands. I think that's what that br- press briefing with them is about. I do. I think, what, I think they're going to get together with the press uh, and they're going to say... Here is a bunch of new B-roll, and here is when the showcase is. You guys get to go announce this all. They'll probably even give them an embargo date, so they all have times to they all have time to like write their uh, their articles. Hogwarts was a big surprise for me. What a game! It's very very good. I pre- I hope I hope there's a continued support for the gameplay, so I can finish the story. I think that'd be fun. Is it time for a recap? It's time for a recap. If I do a recap. I want to see some gifted members as a sign of appreciation, and I want to see 400 likes on the video. If I'm going to give you guys a recap, because my show open was like 17 minutes long, so let me see 22 more likes. Uh, let me see some more likes over here. All right, let me give you the recap. So, GOG, the website, had a placeholder of June 29th for the release date of Starfield. The reason that my thumbnail says I'm annoyed is at this point, I am saying it's time for them to talk. It's time for them to announce the showcase at a bare minimum. Tell us when the showcase is going to happen, okay? In addition to that, there has also been such a rise in speculation surrounding the Starfield release date that even the Starfield subreddit had to create a mega thread which is pinned, enforcing everyone with a rule to say, if you're going to talk about the release date, you got to do it in this mega thread, okay? 
Now, I am saying that I believe in light of this placeholder date on June, which prompted a response from Jez Corden to say all of his information points to a June release date, that has me concerned. Mainly because we have a June release date from a leaker who got some things right, and that leaker said, game's not ready, it's in worse state than Redfall. This is on the heels of the Redfall leaks pointing to an internal delay with the May release date. That ended up coming true. This is all happening around the same time as leaks about the showcase that was in January, the developer direct, and those leaks were also correct about a Starfield coming later with, with their own showcase. So that makes me say... People are flapping their jaws, and all of this makes me concerned that it is going to come in June and not be ready, because it's what Microsoft wants. And the reason I'm willing to believe that that's what Microsoft wants, and that's what Microsoft is pushing for, is because they did it with Halo, and the pattern with them is not good right now. Holy cow. Thank you guys for doing a bunch of gifteds during my recap. Five gifteds from Smiley, five gifteds from Vengeance, and five gifteds from Quintar. Lewis, Mal, Mouth of Sauron... Martin, R. Voids, Andre Mitran, Joker, Something Stubby, Jeremy B., Shinobi, Anthony Milliken, and then Quintars went to Raphael, Ronald, Corbin, Bad Morning, and Grizzly Adams. That is 15. That takes us right to the doorstep of the goal every day. Every 25, I have to give five. Yesterday, we got really close to 75, and we're extremely close to 2,000 members. If we hit 2,000 members, you guys get that monthly Star Wars watch party with my wife and I. We are up to episode 3. We are at 1866 on the member count. At 2,500, we do a triple header horror game weekend. And at 3,000 members, I have to do a Just Dance stream. I joined the YouTube stream yesterday, but you were right where I was. Uh, I had to drop. No worries. Uh, 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 uh. Mm -mm. it's rare to get a triple a release in the summer they're usually just holdover games it's rare to get a triple a release in the summer well this summer is going to be a huge exception to that street fighter 6 final fantasy 16 diablo 4 those are all just in june i don't i don't know if that's true anymore i'll be honest with you right you said a great so you don't think Final Fantasy 16 and Diablo 4 and Street Fighter 6 are going to be great games? What, are they all going to be bad? They all look to be some of the biggest releases of the year. Do I plan on playing Wild Hearts? I believe so. I don't even think we can say that anymore. I think I think the entire landscape of game launches is totally shifted because of all the delays and everything that happened in 2020. Yeah, Witchfire's coming, Nightingale, those aren't like big AAA titles, but they look pretty good. Parasito says Thursdays are not uncommon for updates these days I wonder if they ran it through some sort of development scheduling system that is set to ignore Fridays so the devs aren't out for the weekends I still think Paris I still think they plugged in some math equation and said oh it's supposed to come first half of the year calculate first half of 2023 pick the last date as the placeholder just like when they pick the last date of the year is December 31st as a placeholder Hey, Quintar's going to get us there. 25 members. Who wants to push us past 25 members to be annoying? Do it. Somebody just do one. 
just to upset how pretty that looks and that'll make me at the end of the stream I always gift the members that I owe you so right now I owe you five that's an incentive to stick around and hang out the longer you watch and support the more likely you will get a gifted these five went to Street Welsh Ray uh, Raven Russell Stewart Blazin Bender and AJ Glad welcome back in boys thank you so much for those gifteds Quintar Quintar's been going big I wish we could keep track of who does the most because I feel like you'd be at the top of the pile there it is thank you Jake I knew I could count on somebody to do that just jack that up make it ugly yeah 26 over 25 just to annoy people smooth jazz got that one from Jake Jake says whoops Prime has gained 17% over the last year Netflix has lost a ton so they've been pushed out combine that with Disney Hulu and HBO June wouldn't fall at the end of the first half if you're counting the days, though. Since February is short. Unless Christmas is considered. What do we, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What is the exact middle date of 2023? Median date calculator. Begin date January the 1st of 2023. And we're going to go, uh, we're going to do the 31st of December of 2023. Hang on. I scrolled too far. Submit. July 2nd. We're wrong. Unless this calculator is broken. Unless this calculator is broken, the exact middle of this year falls on July 2nd. Right? So, the 182nd day, the 182nd day of 2023 is July the 1st. That's correct. It picked the right date. July 2nd is the Sunday after the 29th. So the 29th is not the exact halfway point of the year. It isn't. 29th could be the early access date. Yeah, our theory... That that shot our theory down. That shot our theory down. If they just did some calculation and picked the last like date as a placeholder for the first half of the year, it would have probably been that Friday. It would have been that Friday or Saturday. We're talking fiscal or calendar. I don't know. Our theory was that they plugged in a, uh, a calculation to say, what's the exact middle of 2023? And it picked the last date is, is what, is what we, uh, is what we, we guessed. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's true. Uh, our side of the convo can be misunderstood because we don't get sizable response. Uh, 120 letter responses isn't the best. Yeah, sorry, and I might. Um, this year versus every other year may be an exception. That's a weird way to twist my comment. I wasn't trying to twist your comment. I was just saying you might have been right in the past about not getting big game launches in the summer. I don't think that's true anymore. I think we've gotten to the point where now I think we can expect bigger game launches in the summer. I think deliverable schedules have completely shifted. I don't. I don't think they're landing like they used to. 
If it goes by months, yes, June 30th, unless Fridays are ignored for dev office time consideration. Yeah, but for placeholders though, Paris, the theory was it was just a placeholder date because they didn't have a date yet. Does that make sense? The idea being, when you don't have a date yet, all the outlets put December 31st as a placeholder date. So the idea was, they picked the last day of the first half of 2023 as a placeholder date. Business days count? Yeah, I don't know. Immortal Turtle says, if you're a new member... And you can go to live stream chat and bypass the YouTube character limit. That is true. You can do that. Parasito says, my question is if the placeholder system that set the date was programmed to ignore Fridays before the quarter three 2023 was input. And you think the GOG website would ignore Fridays because of developers not wanting to work on Fridays? Yo, it's good geek to sneak. We're saying even if the placeholder went by months, the end of the sixth month of the year, it'd still be June 30th, so the theory doesn't work that way either. Right. My original theory was they put in some kind of calculation that said, what's the exact middle of 2023? That's not true either. What we that, that, that theory has been shot down. No worries. I understand. I just think that we'd need more years consistently to get great summer releases. Hey, my man geek to sneak Thanks for jumping back in as a member. Appreciate that so, so much. Where are all the platforms you're streaming on right now? I stream on YouTube and the Tickety Talk. And I would love to get a stream key for the Tickety Talk. I would. <clears throat> Gotta bounce this fast, Bill. Hope you stay safe. Uh, on Thursday, Bad Storm's coming in. Sorry for the off topic. Y'all be safe. All right, see you later, Smashville. Uh, who mentioned me down here? Somebody mentioned me in general chat or something. I don't see it. Hit the subscribe button and talk to us, says Vengeance. I know you people are lurking and holding out, pushing the button. That's right. That's right. We're in like a... We've been in a pretty steady freefall of viewership, though. We might have just passed the... um, We might no longer be... I think sometimes it's been putting us in like a really good place on the platform. So we're getting like a high click rate. And then I think we've been removed from wherever we were. Because we were getting like a really high 13% on Suggest. And then a really high on Browse of 65 and we're not getting any search, so we're in we're in a pretty steady decline of of uh, of people leaving basically, and I think it could just be because YouTube has moved us. So, going to be hard to generate subs in a free fall on viewership. I've been noticing that lately. We kind of go up, and then we like it's almost like a glider. Like we kind of hover for a while, and then we just start to free fall. Um, we, that happened yesterday. All of a sudden, we were in a, just a dead free fall of viewership. Like, everybody was just leaving. And I was like, maybe we were getting passive viewership somewhere on the site. Like, maybe we were on the rotator on, on YouTube.com uh, slash gaming, like the gaming page. I don't know. Um, we've been we've been on topic. We didn't go off topic today. Like, I feel like yesterday we kind of drove some people away because we got off into some tangent. But today, I feel like we've we've stayed on topic. So I think it's YouTube doing it. Um, WoW is down for an update and now it's back up. Oh, they were doing something with WoW? I mean, we're not covering WoW. That wouldn't affect me. Um, ooh, ooh, that shirt is dope. Thank you. I appreciate that. The shirt is from uh, 80s Tees. You can use my code over there for 30% off. 
they botting viewers like everyone else? No, I've never done that and never will. Uh, it's like Game Pass. Good growth plateaus uh, for a while before declining. Yep, yep, yep. I, I, I personally think uh, we stayed on topic, spent 35 minutes talking about Game Pass. Yeah, because it's related. It's 100% related. Game Pass is 100% related to Starfield and Starfield's release date. I believe they're right there in conjunction. Like, Xbox Game Pass and the Starfield release date are related because the question is, question is, if when Starfield launches, are they going to do that? A, if you order it, if you if you, uh, if you you go order the big boy, if you order the deluxe, if you order the top one, are, you, you know, you're going to get in game, you're going to get to play the game early. You know, do you think, do you guys think they might start doing this? Do they, do they start doing an early access date for purchase that's like a week early? And then the release dates a week after that on, on Game Pass. Like, that's them making good on their day and date promise. Like, yep, Starfield's release date. Let's just imagine that, that I, I nailed it. And the release date for Starfield is 10-10-23. They're like, yep, 10-10-23. But if you if you buy the game and you pay extra for the deluxe edition or whatever, you get the game seven days early. What if they even require Game Pass for that, right? They're like, no, yeah, if you have Game Pass and you buy this early edition, deluxe edition or whatever, yeah, you, you can play the game a week early. They already did it. Right, I know they do like a 72 hours thing. I'm saying, do you think they start to back that date up even more? Only worry is that with Hogwarts, the game was not ready for release early, at least not on PC. Sure, right, it, that's that's always, a, I think, a question of like, oh, hey, you know, is the game ready or not? That doesn't have any bearing on the prediction. The prediction's basically like, hey, uh, you know, we've 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 got to foster a purchased ecosystem, a culture of purchase. Still talking about this? Isn't there anything more interesting to talk about in gaming? You tell me. Go somewhere else and watch somebody else if you don't like what we're talking about. Acts of Eugene with 17 months of membership and it's a VIP plus. Welcome back in. Appreciate you, dude. Uh, I'm still baffled if we don't get another major first-party AAA game from Xbox this year. Starfield can't be the only game they have that is almost ready to go. Well, and that's why people were theorizing and trying to make predictions about whether or not, you know, about whether or not that, you know, Hellblade 2 is going to come this year. I think people want some big games to launch. Like, I think many people think like you, like, Starfield's not enough. But you got to remember, Minecraft Legends is a big title. That's a big title. That's a big piece of property. And you also have to remember, Forza Motorsports is very popular. So they might be outside of your radar, but I actually think Microsoft does have very big launches this year. There's Redfall. Yeah, I'm not going to include Redfall. I think your three big launches for Microsoft this year are Minecraft Legends, Forza Motorsport, and Starfield. I Like, again... They might be outside your radar because I I don't really play those games, but they are very, very popular. Minecraft Legends is probably the biggest piece of property that that Microsoft currently owns. That is until they, you know, they if they get Activision Blizzard, then they'll own Call of Duty. 
But currently, I, I think Minecraft Legends is the biggest IP that Microsoft owns. I don't know if you can assume Forza's coming this year, I mean. Oh, it's definitely coming this year. No, 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 no. I, I, I think Forza Motorsport's coming this year. Eugene, it would make no sense to kickstart the year with a stream on the 25th about Forza Motorsport, a stream the very next day about Forza Motorsport from the developers themselves, only to be like, yeah, it's not coming. <laughs> I think that's just going to end up landing in the second half. You know, it's going to end up landing in the second half. They didn't have a date. Right, they didn't have a date because I don't think they can make good on the first half of the year promise. That doesn't all, That doesn't mean it's getting kicked out of this year. If they didn't have a date and they're like, yeah, it's probably not coming 2023, I don't think they would have included it in the showcase. It'd be so weird to be like, here is Redfall, and here is Hi-Fi Rush, you know, Shadow Drop, and here is Minecraft Legends and an ESO thing, and then like, oh yeah, and here's Forza Motorsport, if in the back of the mind, their mind they know, like, oh no, it's not coming. Remember, last year's was within 12 months. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to be able to make good on that, so I think Forza is going to be in the second half of the year. They're just avoiding talking about it because they don't want that to be... I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I think it's related to Starfield. I 100% think the lack of a Forza Motorsport release date is related to the Starfield release date. Think about it like this. If they're not sure... Let's say when they were booking that January 25th Xbox showcase, they weren't sure if Starfield was going to land in first half. And they're like, listen, if we got to walk out more delays... We got to be really smart about how this happens because if you announce Forza Motorsports coming second half of 2023 and then in a month or two we say the same thing about Starfield, that's not going to look very good. So they're like, hold off, hold off. And then Microsoft could be saying, listen, Forza Motorsport ain't going to make it. You guys already had a delay. You guys are coming out in June and Starfield's like, we need more time. No, you're coming out in June. You've already had your delay. Forza Motorsport needs a delay. They're coming out second half. We can only announce one delay at this point. We we announce any more delays and it's going to be a it's going to be a super super bad look. Especially in the wake of trying to buy 70 billion dollars worth of of the of the market. It's like can you guys not get your games out on time? What in the frick? You got all these properties, you got all these game devs, you got all these companies. So that's what I think happened. I don't. I don't think we. I don't think we. We're, we're not lacking a Forza Motorsport date because it's coming next year. I don't buy into that. Well, yes, we've had delay. But what about a second delay and halvesies? That's right. The Starfield need more time though. Since the guy who leaked it, uh, leaked that was discredited. He wasn't discredited. No, people are doing illogical argumentation to claim he's discredited. Okay, said non sequitur so many times this morning I've lost count. Non sequitur means it does not follow. Just because he leaked stuff that lined up with things that had already been said doesn't mean he's been discredited or debunked. That's a non sequitur. Plenty of people leak things that line up with and corroborate other leaks. And we don't immediately jump to the conclusion that, oh no, yeah, this is... uh, no, th- 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 this guy's been discredited and debunked. 
I think people jumped to the conclusion that he was debunked because they didn't what they did not want what he was saying to be true. I don't I, I think people had a vested interest in him being incorrect. Like being like why are they saying he's discredited? Because somebody's like, oh, somebody already leaked the Hi-Fi Rush thing. Oh, okay, but that doesn't make him that doesn't make him debunked or, or wrong. It doesn't make him discredited. Just because you can point to somebody, oh no, somebody else already leaked the Hi-Fi Rush thing. Okay, so when when Jez Corden walks out and says, yeah, there's going to be an Xbox showcase and Starfield skipping it. And then somebody else comes along and says, no, yeah, my sources are saying the same thing. They're saying that there's going to be a Starfield showcase later on. Do we say, oh yeah, the second guy is discredited because he didn't say it first. That doesn't logically follow. It kind of did though. He said Azure uh, has bearing on the game releasing games. Oh yeah, there was something else that corroborated his claims about Azure. That was all, yeah. That was my favorite. He made weird remarks about Azure too. Yeah, that then a couple weeks later were corroborated by financial reports about financial reports about Azure. Yeah, that was funny. Everybody's trying to say, "Oh, he's talking crap about cloud." That's not true. Financial reports come out. Oh no, it actually is true. Again, it points to the fact that he could have a source. He he could have somebody that knows stuff. He said all that stuff about Azure and everybody scoffed. <laughs> Azure losing money. <laughs> Financial reports come out. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's losing money. Oh, oh. Just got here. What's the buzz on the release date? What's the leak date? June 29th is the new Starfield release date leak. That's the latest leak. June 29th. Sorry about my slow response. We've been, I've been streaming for just now for two hours. So it's sometimes I forget to restate that when people come in and ask. How was your coffee this morning? It was great. Azure getting domed by AWS in the private cloud space. Yeah, no, it's just a live action trailer. That guy's not in Atomic Hearts. The funny part isn't the losses. Again, that was known. It was that those two are linked. No. No. See, now you're recreating the timeline. That's not what happened. When that guy made that leak, people said, I had people saying this. I'm not saying that you said this, Mike, but I had people saying this. They were like, that's not true. What he's saying about Azure is not true. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know that. That's what I was told. And then... A couple weeks later or a week later, a report came out corroborating what he was saying. Like, oh, no, yeah, that has had losses. Oh, but how is it related to Starfield and Redfall? Let me ask you something. Do you honestly think if you're going to make up a leak, you're going to make up a lie, would you connect two things that are seemingly unrelated? Why would you do that? Like, you have to think like somebody who is allegedly being deceptive, Okay. If you're allegedly being deceptive, why would you connect those two things? It doesn't make any sense, does it? It's like, you're literally scoffing at the idea, like they're not connected, they're not connected. Yeah, that actually makes it believable. Because Microsoft could be arguing, listen, fiscally, we need these games to come out. We already let you delay once. This is down, this is down, this is down. Oh, 
Game Pass is lowering game sales too, so we gotta get this stuff out now. I watched your video on the God of War Super Bowl announcement. Did they do anything? No, and I'm annoyed with them. They got everybody's attention about God of War, and it was just a giant nothing burger. I continue to find myself annoyed by the the PlayStation marketing. It's it's annoying. Like when Jez and Jason tried to throw bathrobe under the bus. <laughs> yeah, do we need to go and look at all of those leaks too? Oh, that was hilarious. You know what the pattern is right now? If a leak comes out and it's unpleasant, nobody believes it. Nobody believes it. Bathrobe comes out, Bathrobe Spartan comes out, leaks all this stuff about Halo, and is dismissed. Oh, and what happens a week later? Vindicated. Vindicated. And not surprising, two people that were dismissive of that leaker wanted to scoop it, so they made everybody kind of ignore that leaker, and then a week and then a week later they repackage it for their own clicks. Yo, Atwood was seven months. Welcome back, Atwood. Shout for the starts. Granted, if two seemingly unrelated products are in the same leak release uh, and one leak is wrong, it grants room for deniability since the two teams are on different schedules and management. Right, exactly. No, Parasito, I'm not saying they're related. I, I agree. It does seem... I remember when I read it, I was like, what does that have to do with Azure? Like, what what on earth? Why would that even be related? But then a week or two later, we see financial reports that, that they are losing money on it. And I was like, oh. Like, unless this guy's literally just grabbing internal stuff and trying to cobble together what he thought was a convincing leak. Listen, if I'm trying to compel you, if I'm trying to compel you that I have a rock-solid leak, the last thing I'm going to do is connect two things that aren't connected. That's going to make my leak harder to believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, they want to push these things out by June. Why? Yeah, Azure Cloud Services is losing money. He wouldn't have included that. He would have just kept that out. and like, nah, let's leave that out. If I'm trying to convince people I've got inside information, I'm going to go pretty generic. I'm going to make it seem kind of believable. Kind of a win-win in my mind. The Azure leak is right. More credibility. It's wrong. Well, Azure isn't part of the game dev bubble, and vice versa. Right. I. It, that's what I mean, like... It, it oddly adds credibility to him. It's like, if he was trying to lie, that's the last thing you would do. You wouldn't include something that is seemingly, from our vantage point, tenuously connected to gaming. Or the gaming division, I should say. It's just something that anybody can say. Maybe it's right, maybe it's not, but it certainly got clicks. It was a comment on a Reset Era forum, though. He wasn't farming clicks. That That's... That's why I, I, I'm like, well, I don't know. That it, 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 he didn't go out and make a video. He didn't go on Twitter. He wasn't farming fame. He was in a reset era for him, and he just said, yeah, this is what I've heard. What's the new release date now? The current Starfield release date leak is June 29th. There was a placeholder date on GOG Galaxy storefront, and it has since been removed. Preacher says, the more I think about it, the more it makes sense that the Starfield delays and the lack of info could be connected to changes in Game Pass coming. All these losses 
all that counting on Starfield, it becoming public that Game Pass is harming sales. I think they intend to make changes to the service before letting uh, Starfield into the wild to try to minimize or even negate any losses that they are projecting on the title's release. Y'all think? Y'all think there's any 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 likelihood to what Creature's saying? Do you think this delay with Starfield is related to Game Pass? Like they're like, no, nah, we gotta we gotta change strategy here and we gotta do it fast. That's a stretch if you ask me. Robert says Starfield won't be on Game Pass. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't think they can do that. What does a Starfield release do to offset Azure struggling? Azure's on a different scale. Billions, if I had to guess. I, I don't know. Confidence with shareholders that product's getting pushed out? I, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Isn't it kind of wacky to think that Azure's situation with a leaked release date from Microsoft is worth literally one quintillion dollars and that ain't changing? I'm not sure what you mean. Not saying they'll be able to walk it back from being on Game Pass, <clears throat> as that would be a disaster. But Microsoft is not scared of disaster. Lono will know Horizon Day 1, so that's cool. Yeah, I'll have my PSVR 2 shortly. They're, they charged my card, I think. I've not gotten any shipping info, though. No way they delay Starfield because of Game Pass. I think they're just trying to get it done uh, and ready for release. Your, oh, your wild guess, Robert, is that they just don't put it on Game Pass. I think it is what Creature states on Game Pass and performance of the Series S. Biggest reach since Halo. No shot they don't launch Starfield because of internal data. They're not launching Starfield because it's not ready. Okay, but think about this with me, Hilly. If Starfield was viewed... Track with the logic. Let's just form a theory... We're not saying the theory's true, but let's just form a theory. They delay Starfield into 2023. And before a bunch of information comes out that's going to get handed to the CMA, they announce a price increase for those games to $70. And many people think, well, that'll just drive more people to Game Pass. In conjunction with that announcement, I'd have to go check and see just how much they announced that in conjunction with oh game pass will be there for you as your savior right so they announce a price increase then we find out game pass is hurting sales then we find out microsoft wants the game to come out in june for fiscal reasons i don't know hilly that's a lot of smoke around a fire that could quite literally be we have a fiscal marketing strategy shift Add into everything I just said that they literally came out and said to a regulator that Game Pass is only going to make up about 15% of their annual gaming revenue and they've already hit saturation. If you've already hit saturation with your subscriber base, I mean, what better time to say, I yeah, we don't have to be as aggressive with this. We don't have to be nearly as aggressive with Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, Starfield will be on Game Pass day and date. Mm-hmm, yeah. We're doing an early access deal where if you pre-order the game, you can play it like a week or two early. I mean, you'd have a lot of people saying, okay, so the actual release date of the game is two weeks prior to it hitting Game Pass. Like, they could they could finagle that. 
Yo, what's good, Jesse, with a $2 tip? Is it confirmed for June? No. It's a leak. It's a leak. Parasito says, if Starsealed somehow has Azure on the back end of it, it could be more proof of viability, both for Microsoft Game Studios and for bringing in more developers to drive money through Azure. So you think it could be fiscally related to Azure? If, it, if there's back-end, what, like back-end infrastructure attached to it? Solom says, in whose mind ever was giving free access to games you have a subscription for going to not affect or even increase sales rather than decrease them? You'd have to be very uneducated to believe that. What's weird, though, Solom, is they were out there in the public and in the press trying to drive this idea that Game Pass was, was generating more sales. What, what did Phil Spencer say? Oh, yeah. Uh, Game Pass, more people on Game Pass spend more money? It was like they were trying to create a narrative that Game Pass actually increases spending. Why would you be saying that? Preacher says, that may may very well have been invested in Starfield at this point. They don't see a path that their current plan for Starfield will be able to recover the resources in it. You think it gets delayed until November? What if Bobby Kotick and Activision stuck it to Microsoft of $70 billion. I'm not sure what you mean. Bobby Kotick was recently in public defending the deal and saying that it should go through. He, th- he believes that it will go through. This guy says, Oh no, it's Alex has a way better take on Game Pass in his video this morning. Much better and believable take. Cool, go watch him. Maybe more sales of microtransactions and subscriptions, but definitely no way that it would ever increase individual game sales. Right. So you I, I think you can foster both a culture and an ecosystem of buying games as well as having a valuable subscription service. I think both can coexist. I think they went so hard at day and date, day and date, day and date, and they throw all of this big stuff on all this big stuff on their on their game pass. It it's I think they're gonna have to reconsider how they position it. Lono asked if he thought Starfield and Azure could be fiscally related. Parasita says, yes, if either their dev loops and pipelines are built on Azure, or if the game servers are, either way, it's great promotion for Azure if it doesn't flop. Game Pass increases sales if you're forcing people into two-year subs to Ultimate who'd normally buy one or two games a year. Yeah, but they were talking about individual sales. I don't know why Bobby would care unless he gets a cut of the Activision buyout or something. There was a headline that he's sticking around. They're going to let him retain his position even out, even if the buyout goes through. A lot of people thought Microsoft was going to give him the axe once they, once they came through. It's a lot of Xbox saturation, though, says Kill You. The hard part is getting the Sony casuals to come over. I think the Activision deal will help with this. Microsoft doesn't think that it will. They don't, they don't think that it will. Really? That's an awful look? Right, like, I don't understand why you would be talking about Bobby Kotick at all or assuring that, like, oh, he's going to stick around after the buyout. Like, I don't think that's helping the public's opinion of the buyout at all. You've literally got this guy out on the front line in the press talking about the buyout and, and you know, taking swipes at the UK government. It's like, I don't know if that's helping you guys in the least. He, no, people don't like him. Even if his... Even if his ill-doing was overstated at this point, it's so difficult to be like, there's just too much stink on you, man. You can't be out in the public talking. 
I think so too. They painted themselves into a corner with the current model. Switching now would produce much less accepted response now that people are used to the current model. High on Life former head said that the devs he talked to reported six times the game sales from launching on Game Pass, which is why he went with Game Pass. I don't, I don't think that that's true. I don't think that that's true. If devs told him that, I would want to know what they were talking about because Microsoft quite literally just said the opposite in an internal document that it leads to less sales. And and then the guys on Digital Foundry in December were literally saying, yeah, you can look at the measurements. You can look at the sales figures. Their, their games aren't doing well. They're selling less since the since the launch of Game Pass, which that shouldn't be surprising to anybody. No, nobody should be surprised at all by that. Like, oh, wow, I can't believe that happened. I ex- if I expected 100,000 sales, but I got 600,000 and got paid for 700,000, I would say I sold more. The headline I saw was Kodak is staying if the deal fell through. I saw a headline that says Kodak will stale if the deal goes through. I saw, I saw two separate headlines. You misread or misheard about Bobby? I swear to you, maybe I did. Maybe I did. Bobby Kodak will stay if the acquisition goes through. Two hours ago, that's if it's blocked. That's if it falls through. If it doesn't go through, hang on. Three days ago, he'll absolutely remain if it falls through. I swear to you, there was one that said no matter like whether it goes through or not, he's staying. They basically worded in the positive and they worded it in the negative. Maybe I misread it. Bobby Kodak will remain Activision CEO if the buyout fails. Maybe I misread it. Oh, oh, oh. This is older, though. Microsoft and Activision Blizzard have not decided if Bobby Kodak will stay or leave if the deal goes through, and that was last year, though. I must have misread the headline. Because they're all saying... If the deal doesn't go through, he'll stay on. Right? If the deal doesn't go through, he, yeah, no, he'll he'll get the, he'll get the, he'll get to stay on. So, it was a really good video. You should watch it. Sure, like just go away. Never seen you in my chat before, and if you're just gonna hit and sit in here and passively promote somebody, like I don't know. If you're in here on an all promoting your own content, have more class. If it's just somebody who really likes content, go go watch his con- content then. You're, you're annoying me. The base game sales drops after 12 months according to the doc. The other part about cannibalizing didn't give numbers. He was likely talking to any devs too though, which makes sense. They said they've already said the game's coming first half of 2023. They haven't formally delayed and now a leak for June, says Hilly. It's too far down the road to delay again and then fiddle the switches on the back end of Game Pass to recoup 
the now known 80% dip in sales that likely Starfield will get on Xbox. But that game has a huge PC presence, and I imagine they will hope the Steam sales recoup costs of production. They have already stated Starfield is day and date. You can't put that genie back in the bottle. Well, that's why I'm saying they would say early edition, deluxe edition pre-order thing you would get in a week early. So the game would still be coming day and date. They can make good on the day and date promise and still have the game with a purchase incentive attached to it. 100% they could do that. They need to sell their way out of this problem. Either more subs on PC or sales on other platforms. They've created a non-spending majority on the Xboxes and they will have to wear that. There are people who like physical copies of games for whatever reasons, says Chapter 8, but I think they were talking specifically about digital sales. Yeah, they specifically mentioned digital sales in the quote in the quote that we read, yes. I can't imagine that a bunch of people who see Game Pass as their only form of game delivery paying extra to get Starfield a week early. I don't know what percentage would, Eugene, but again, when you, like... Kind of what we were discussing this morning about God of War Ragnarok. When you have a game like Starfield that's in such high demand, maybe they're counting on that having an effect. I was responding to someone asking why anyone would buy a copy if they already had a sub. Yeah, maybe physical. You know what I mean? Does it ever bug you that you only have 15 people in here? No, I'm about to hit 25,000 subscribers on YouTube and I have over 500 people watching me over there and close to 2,000 paying members over there, so... I don't know. Perspective is everything. Like your perspective on life is that you'll feel better if you cut somebody down that maybe is doing something you wish you could do. I don't know. GeForce Now is there, but you still need the games. Well, I mean, GeForce Now is not a terrible, uh, is like the idea of cloud-based gaming or cloud solutions and and the ability to play anywhere. I I don't think that that's, uh, I, I actually don't think that the cloud-based stuff has a future yet. I think it has a future once internet infrastructure goes up. Yeah. The fact that you just justified shows it bugs you? No. No. It doesn't bug me. Like, I literally just hook my phone up and plug it into my... I just I, I just plug it into my mixer down there. That's all I do. I just hit go live. Like, I... You think I can't? Think I care about viewership on the Tickety Talk platform? Wow. N- no. PC players are likely buyers anyway. Well, especially if you're thinking about Bethesda titles. If you think about Bethesda titles, yes. Like PC players, especially because of the modding community, there's a there's a massive amount of people that will that will buy this game on PC, no doubt at all. That's why I think them launching in the same month as like a, a a June ESO thing seems backwards. Look to see if Xbox has responded. Responded to what? What would they be responding to? They've not responded to any of the release date leaks. Like the Starfield release date leak, they're they're not at all. They, they're they're not at all in that in no they're not going to respond to a leak I want to join your channel but I just saw someone suggest something that might go 
with what you were saying about Game Pass and you were really rude to him. Wow, man, are you normally this arrogant? I'm not really this arrogant, but I can be bothered to be indifferent about your support of me. Like, if your support of me is dependent upon, like, who is I, who is I rude to? Like, if you're that fragile, you won't last here longer than about the next 30 seconds it takes for this comment to go through stream delay. Like, you're too brittle to hang out here. I don't, I don't need your membership. You, you wouldn't make it. You'd probably get banned during a member stream. So what, I'm only allowed to support just you? What? No. What happened? Did you just have a stroke? Why would you think that's what I was saying? What's happening? Well, man, you're effing rude. Yeah. With a name like Deadly Undead, maybe you should change your not. Maybe you should maybe you should change your name to like like super brittle, fragile. I don't know. Your name doesn't quite fit your demeanor. <laughs> You're on the internet, and you think I've been super rude? My gosh! Don't ever go to a place called Reddit. It'll it'll probably bring you to tears or or Twitter. Who you better stay away from Twitter. You might want to put a diaper on if you go to Twitter. Oh my gosh! you will literally have a waking nightmare and wet yourself. <laughs> if you think I've been rude, oh my gosh. I am I am pretty tame compared to the compared to the rest of the internet. <laughs> Jeepers. Thoughts on Wild Hearts? Uh, I've covered Wild Hearts a handful of times. I think it looks pretty promising and I I probably will check it out. Yeah, when it launches. Oh, there it is. No wonder you got chased off Twitch. (laughs) See, people like you smell so strongly of BS. I knew it. You weren't about to give me any money. You weren't. You know who I am. You're familiar with my history. Yeah, you're just a coward. Hoping to come in and goad me like, oh no, chat. <laughs> oh, 26 members on the day and gifted it on my way to 2000. And this guy thinks I'm rude and he won't give me his money. Shut the frick up. Like, just take a walk. <laughs> take a walk. <laughs> Kyber Drog's going to jump in. He likes me. He likes me. It's 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 the same thing every time. It's the same thing every time. You can smell the stink on them. You can smell the cancel culture purple platform sycophantic mindset. You can smell it on him. Like, yeah, I know who you are. That's exactly why I provoked him. I was like, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. I just got out of the dentist. What did I miss? Well, hopefully none of your teeth. That would be bad. (laughs) Smells like bungee. There are people who don't know you. Yo, not Alan Rogers is like, I'll gift a member. We don't need that guy. And you see how that works? It, it, It never works. It never works. You throw hate at a content creator, it's always going to, especially if they know what they're doing, they're always going to loop it back around. Go somewhere else. (laughs) Hey, my man Overkill got the gift of membership from not Alan Rogers. That's very nice. Atwood wants 27 more likes. Atwood's beating you up, chat. Did you watch the Super Chat? No, I did not. 
No, I did not. Teeth are fine now. Okay, they're all accounted for. Okay. Never had a problem with anyone here, but then again, I don't go looking for trouble. <laughs> no, no, no. I've been doing this for eight years, and every single time, without fail, somebody says, well, I was going to give you money and support you, but you were unkind to that guy. Yeah, uh-huh. You got banned for being a douche. You're in here on your alt, right? And you think you're going to ruffle my jimmies with the threat of, like, I was going to give you money, but now I'm not. Like, come on, dude. You got to upgrade. You got to spend more skill points in your troll game. Your troll game's weak. Oh my gosh, Lono is rude. I take back my eight years of viewership. Who do I call? <laughs> That's right, kill you. Five gifted memberships from G-Dog. G-Dog's been bringing it huge this month. Huge this month. Wait, why can't I type? Did I... I must have turned off NumLock. There we go. 32. 32 gifted members on the day. One went to Mason, J-Ram, Nukafe, Adrian Mejia, uh, and then Wayne O-G-G. This gothic girl, gothic's girl looks insufferable. What are you talking about? Gothic's is a friend of mine. Why are you talking smack about uh, about my friend Vanessa? Uh, I was gonna ask where the eighty percent comes from. I've uh, been reading the uh, doc, and the numbers are redacted. I've been careful every time the 80% thing comes up, Cujo. That's not in the document. I know they've been saying that in the Discord. I've been careful to not indicate that. I've been very, very careful to not indicate that. The 80% comes from observation from Digital Foundry. They were speculating that they've seen a drop of about 80% because you can look at the data, you can look at the sales numbers. Yo, Max going to gift a membership and take us to 33. 33 members on the day. If this gets to 50, I'll owe you guys 10 members and I do it at the end of the stream. That was like 20 more likes. Got a few people who earn their troll badge around here. The young ones need to learn. God. I've I've been streaming on YouTube since the middle of 2020 and I've never seen somebody come in and the first time they talked, they were like, oh, I was about to become a member. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Like membership, uh, people who volitionally do membership on YouTube, it takes a long time to win you over. I'll be honest with y'all. Over on purple is different. Over on purple, totally different. I could be like, hey guys, do you want emotes? And like 50 people would click the button. Over here, I, there are people that'll watch me for four months before they decide to do it. You know what I mean? They'll be like, yeah, I don't know. I listen every day for five hours, but I don't know if that's worth five bucks a month. <laughs> YouTube's just different, man. YouTube has a much more passive posture of support because people are more accustomed to, I clicked the video, I clicked light, I left a comment, I saw some ads, that supports, right? Live streams don't function that way, though. So. You grew up playing Halo in early live Call of Duty. You earn your stripes there. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> takes, it'll take a lot more to ruffle somebody. Well, I think it's because Prime membership was there. Well, there was Prime. They just... They fostered an ecosystem of monetization from the birth of the platform. YouTube's birth was uploads and ads. 
So what that does is that creates passivity in the viewer's mind. I don't have to actively do anything. I watched the video that supported the streamer, that supported the YouTuber. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not. I'm not criticizing. It's different cultures, right? It's totally different cultures. It's just it's a lot more of a pass a, a culture of passivity. So that's why I know when someone comes in and says that I know he's lying. I'm like, no, no, no. You weren't going to become a member. I've never seen you before in here before ever, ever. And the deal breaker was that I was rude to somebody. Like seriously, you were considered supporting me, Sir Rants a lot, Sir yells a lot, Sir goes on a tangent a lot. You were going to subscribe to me, become a member to me, but I was a little too rude and rough with somebody, and that's the deal breaker. You've not been watching me for very long. Like, come on. You can psychoanalyze it in like 0.5 seconds and know that they're telling a total fabricated story to you. Fuzzy Muffin with 14 months. It's a Reforged member VIP. Pardon me, sir, why I sit here for the next four months waiting for you to bop someone else just to say I was going to become a member until. Thank you, Fuzzy. And then a gifted member from Darth Nihilus taking us to 34. 34. In the past, I've subbed because you were rude to someone, to some clown in chat. I listen every day while making tons of money working as an engineer from home and it took me over a month to become a member. You know what I'm saying? See, Claymores, I think it's interesting. I appreciate the transparency, by the way. I think it's so interesting that it takes that long. I honestly think for some people, they'll watch me for a month or two before they even push that button. I've got people that are like, yeah, no, I don't spend money on YouTube. And I get it. It's like it doesn't compute with your brain. It's not how you interact with the with the with the content it just isn't it's not how you interact you're like well i don't understand i just i watch i watch and i listen well what happened on purple what happened on twitch i i was around the same time that dot got bopped for for nefarious reasons people people are nasty over there they'll get their reckoning soon enough i was around before youtube was a thing uh people need to grow thicker skin (laughs) right uh, it didn't take me long to subscribe and become a member. I just like to do my trolling in Mario Kart. Oh, shut up, Talica. Or with buying my wife a Christmas album. Yeah. Then about a month or two, I just enjoy your news. Thank you, Jacob. I appreciate that. It's probably longer here because YouTube is topic-driven. No, That's a good observation as well. Like, you might be here on the days that I talk about Xbox, and then you don't come the other days. You might be here on the days that I talked about Hogwarts or Call of Duty, and then you don't watch for a while. So it's harder to, to get that sense of loyalty of like, I'm watching this guy every day, because I'm all, I'm, I'm all over the place. We're covering different topics every day for the most part. Purple was, was game-driven. Yeah, yeah. Same game every day, for sure, for sure. I've watched people for three to six months before. It's like, okay, they're worth my time, says Akuta Papa. Right, right, right. AOZ with the $10 tip through Super Chat. I was going to give you some money, but oh wait, I just did. Great stream. Keep the members up. Thank you, AOZ, for the 10 spot. I appreciate that. I feel attacked. I was here for about four months for be- before becoming a member. I am just analyzing behavior. I'm not saying there's anything wrong or bad. Like, I'm just analyzing the behavior. It's like, this is the difference. You know, I streamed on Purple for five years. I've streamed over here for, in a couple of months, it'll be three years, right? Yeah, it'll be three years. I had to count. <laughs> five years over there, three years here. Uh, yeah, there's big differences in the culture. And not that's not anybody's fault. That's just what happens when one platform is grown with uploads and ad revenue, and another platform is grown with 
support, push the button, push the button, push the button, hit the button, hit the button, give me money, give me money, prime, 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 hype train, hype train, hype train, hype train, and your brain's like, ding, 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 and then you associate that, like, with the brand and the platform. Uncle Brada was seven months. Welcome back in seven months. I learned how to trigger Lono. Just tell him that God of War Ragnarok is DLC or Jason Momoa is ugly. LOL, JK Lono. Cheers, bro. Order coffee, folks. You won't regret it. Thank you very much. That's very kind, Uncle Brada. Another renewal here. Angry Pete was 17 months in a VIP. I was amazed back when you were on Purple how you could uh, people would just throw memberships, tips, and bits, whatever, around all the time. YouTube slowly catching up with Super Chats and memberships. It's getting there. It's getting there. You guys have been crazy generous, and we maintain healthy, 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 healthy member numbers uh, just off of the generosity of gifters. Like, right now, we are sitting on... Oh, Sorcerer just did 10. We're at 1883. Sorcerer is going to push us to 1893. Very generous, Sorcerer. Thank you. That takes us to 44. 44 members on the day. That means we need six more, and I will gift 10. I will gift 10 before uh, before the end of the stream. I wait until the end of the stream to do it. Snake Eyes, Harley Fatboy, Lopez, Ben Allen, Nolan Saints, Jeremy Hansen, Electric Storm, Carlos Diaz, Glacian 3, and Elu. You guys all got a gifted member. Welcome on in. What is purple? Purple's Twitch. I don't like saying the name of the platform. Because YouTube doesn't like that name showing up over here because people use YouTube to say, I'm going live over there! And YouTube doesn't like that. Yo, one gifted from Lone Wolf rounding it out really nice at 45. Thank you very much, Lone Wolf. It went to Mudcat. No, I'm waiting to watch Tilu. We're going to watch Picard's final season and then I'm going to cancel Paramount and then I'm going to grab HBO. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Purple platform is awful. Identity garbage rules everything. Yeah, you'll notice that they were more prone to the nonsense about Hogwarts. Like, did you notice that? Like, attacking, consuming, brigading, blocking. That's not happening. YouTubers aren't doing that. YouTubers are like, what the frig are y'all talking about over there? Like, that's what that culture is. They fostered a culture of, you know, nepotism and backbiting and blah. How do you characterize the Twitch culture? It's um, nepotistic, backroom deals, betrayal, liars, paper champions, false saviors. I I don't like that platform, and I think they fostered a terrible culture. I think a lot of the people that stream over there that everybody thinks are messianic are actual demons. (laughs) In a technical sense. (laughs) In a technical sense. They all wear really, really nice sheep's clothing. The release date for Starfield's when they release it. I literally put out a short. I literally put out a short that was like, the best date for the Starfield release date is when it's ready. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no I know if I cancel Paramount I won't be able to watch Star Trek we watched all of Next Generation we're watching all of Picard we're going to watch all the movies the movies are not on Paramount which I found to be a little irritating I thought what am I paying for you know 
Why, why would the movies not be here? I have to rent those or buy them. I'm not going to buy them. Uh, I don't think we'll ever watch them again. The one watch through has been enjoyable, but it's not something that we would revisit. <clears throat> yeah, all the movies are on HBO. <laughs> Wait, is that true? The Star Trek movies are on HBO? So when I grab HBO to watch The Last of Us, I guess we'll be able to finally watch the, the remainder of the Star Trek movies that we have been able to watch. That's very, very true. I wonder if Wild Hearts is good. I'm going to check it out uh, on the release date. I have a contact. I guess I could ask him about, hey, is there any way I could get in, you know, get a code for early? Um... Did we get an order of coffee? We did. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee. My man Josh Allen grabbed a light roast and a dark roast. Guys, don't forget the the holiday blend is on sale right now. If you use code GETFRICKED, GETFRICKED in February. Help us move through the remainder of the holiday blend bags. Play on EA Play right now. 10 hours of early access. Oh, that's right. I have Game Pass Ultimate. I guess I could. I just felt like playing at launch date was probably a better plan. I feel like, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a big draw for me to play that game. We are going to play more Hogwarts Legacy today. I have a video about uh, the day before that we're going to check out momentarily. I am going to gift 10 members. Well, we need five more, and I'll gift 10 members before the end of this stream. We'll check out the day before video. We'll hang out with members. I'll eat some lunch, and then we'll be back with some Hogwarts gameplay this afternoon. If you want gameplay on this channel, then you got to make sure and support those afternoon streams of gameplay, or they will ride off into the sunset. We, 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 uh, we've had good response so far to Hogwarts Legacy gameplay. We'll see how this afternoon, starting from almost a dead stop, will go. Usually... We have good success when we just like redirect, but we'll see. We'll see. Battlestar Galactica is my favorite sci-fi ever. Yo, Sorcerer is going to land it. Sorcerer is like, I'll land the plane. I'll ran us out to 50. Thank you so much, Sorcerer. Sorcerer has been jumping in with the gifteds all of a sudden. He's, He's showing that, showing that generosity that we are known for here. Thank you very much. Jose Ocho, Bradley, Jordan Ward, Ron Hayes, and Michael Montenegro. You guys all got gifted memberships. If you got a membership today, you're going to get to hang out with me around lunchtime. Omen with a $20 tip says, I've watched since the Division 2 streams keep grinding. Oh my gosh, that's a long time ago. That is a very, very long time ago. It has some of the nicest praise I've seen. It's the closer thing to Monster Hunter ripoff that's actually good. Uh, so I'm kind of excited to play it. Yeah, Skill Up was giving it high praise. It just it runs bad on um, it runs bad on uh, PC. Apparently, it runs very very poorly on PC. That's kind of a common thing these days, which is probably disappointing for all the PC master race uh, folks out there. But yeah, it, it seems that's the common theme these days is, um, yeah, it, it, we don't have, we don't have great PC launches right now. I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know what's going on with that. Skill up. You hate that guy. Why do you hate skill up? 
I think he's incredibly reliable. I commonly find myself in agreement with him. Commonly. I very rarely, like, I very, very rarely find myself in disagreement with his content. So, I'm always curious why people have any, any strong, uh, any strong negative feelings toward him. You call him Shilla? Do you have a reason for that, or is this just like insect level behavior because other people say it, you're following them and saying it? Do you have thoughts of your own? Like, why do you call him that? Do you have good reason to call him that? Um, like, I don't even, I've never even interacted with the guy. Anthem was different with skill up. Uh, I think skill up should have just critiqued different things about it. That's what I think. I I think it was fine to criticize Anthem. I think it was fine to criticize Anthem. Um, but I think he criticized the wrong stuff. He, he, and, and that's okay. Like, I think a lot of people, they didn't do a great job explaining the combo system, so a lot of people played it like a cover-based shooter, him being one of those people, you know? Mm. You call him Shillup. I'm, wait, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for an explanation of why you call him Shillup. Like, I know he, he says it. Yo, loving the cut. Yo, what's good, Big O? Good to see you. Sorry if I ignored you over here. I'm getting everything ready for us. Getting everything ready for us. I will be gifting the 10 members that I owe you in the next five minutes. In the next five minutes, that will happen. So that's a good reason to stick around and stay. We also have a video on the day before. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm. Honestly, it's just a personal preference of not liking his style, just talking crap. Well, I, I'm happy that you're owning that. Like, it's totally fine if you're like, he's just not my style. I'm just kind of talking crap, right? Okay. That's fine. You know. That guy's been blacklisted by five devs, two publishers, and counting. But yeah, he's a shill. Right. Right, right, right. What's my favorite part of Hogwarts? The combat and the open world exploration and the castle. And oh, it, it's hard to pick. I'd probably go with combat. I kind of wish there was more of it. I kind of wish there was more of it. Got to go by y'all. See you later, Atwood. Thanks for getting us to 500 likes, Atwood. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you to come in and help with that. Okay. You guys have five minutes, and I'm going to gift the ten. If you want to do any more members, now's the time. If you want to try and drag people with us. If not, save it for another day. That's fine. Maybe save it for when we're playing Hogwarts. That's like a really, really good game to gift members during as well. Um... Like you are concise, skill up over explains. That's my POV. He over explains. I don't think you can over explain a full review. I don't know. I really like his reviews. Just put them on times two. He's easy to understand. 
and you'll play the video twice as fast and hear everything he has to say. Sony's developing wireless earbuds for the PS5. Nice. Yo, Jeremy Hansen, thanks for jumping back in as a member. Getting that blue badge. I thought there would be more spells. I'm going to be honest with you. There's 23 spells, and I'm having a hard time keeping them all straight and developing my own like flow of combat and which ones I want to have equipped. I think there's plenty of spells. I think more than 23 would have been overkill. 23 is plenty for what you're doing. At any given time, you're switching between 8... No, no, no. No. At any given time, once you get completely maxed out, you could be switching between 16 spells at a time. Find me a game where you're constantly doing that. Come on. 16 spells out of the 23. That's overkill! So, in every fight, if you get yourself maxed out, you can have 16 different skills equipped and switch between them. That's unbelievable! How many are in the books? I, I think you end up seeing what five or six consistently used in the books maybe. It's so many. I, I have eight equipped right now and I get I bumble. I'm like, uh like I have a hard time with it. It's it's a lot. It is. I think I think it's it's plenty sufficient for the game that they set out to build. Alright, we got two minutes left. I'm gonna gift my ten. I'm gifting my ten that I owe you guys. And this is a way to pay it forward and reward loyalty. We do this at the end of the stream now. It gives people an incentive to watch the whole stream. Watch all the way to the end. And then you can come watch this day. Everybody can watch this video about the day before and you're going to want to watch it. I get out the freaking bat. I get out the bat with the day before. Then I'm going to hang out with members for a lunch break. So Omen, who just gifted tw- who just did a super chat of 20 and said he's been with me since Division 2, you just got one. Rolling Stone, Javier Walker, Mighty Healthy, Jeremy Scalise, Smitty Smith, Greg Wright, Adam Bowser, Jennifer Jensen, and Jones Jr. Thank you guys so much for being here. You can now hang out with us in the post-video discussion. There will be a post-video discussion of this day before. So if you want to talk about this video with me, stick around, all right? I'm going to give you guys a link in chat, okay? I'm going to give you a link in chat. It's going to be this day before video. And I get out the bat. Everybody can watch it. All of you over on the Tiggity Talk, <clears throat> you'll have to come to Reforge Gaming if you want to watch this. It's going to premiere in 60 seconds. Then it's going to take everybody to a members-only stream to hang out with me while I eat lunch. And then... We're playing more Hogwarts. If you want to watch it, head to Reforge Gaming. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to send you guys to the video. If you don't like redirect, then click the link in the description. I like you giving out all the subs at the end of the stream. It's a good incentive to keep watching. I will give you guys credit for these 50 in the next stream when I play Hogwarts. Okay? Click the link in chat or hang on for the redirect. I get out the absolute bat on the day before developers. You're not going to want to miss it.